<laughs> you shut up. Oh god. <laughs> now? Yeah, right now. Like now or then or then now? I'm gonna right tear now. your ass up. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, welcome back to No Bucks Given right here on the Hornigo YouTube channel, the Chris Hornigo Podcasting Network, where you can listen to us on of your favorite podcasting platforms. It is episode 36 of no Bucks Given, of course, a show where we sit down and talk about anything and everything we want in the world of news, TV, entertainment, and anything in between that, uh, of course, JP also wants to yell at. Of course, you guys know me. I am Connor, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Marvel 613. And joined with me is the wonderful Horny Goat family. Of course, we got, first and foremost, the power couple, the it couple, Sonny, Cher, Ms. Maurice, whatever you want to call them. We call them JP and Heather. <laughs> How are you doing? Don't ever fucking compare me to fucking Mike Mazan. <laughs> introduced us as the power couple and she's back here slamming that like she's fucking so close to you all Boston slamming a beer could you say that one no more time? I can't so she meant to say stone cold Steve Austin but she said stone cold hairs Steve Austin I thought she said sleeve Austin <laughs> he did something but it did wasn't anywhere near what she meant to say <laughs> we are doing well we are doing well. It's it's kind of rainy and it's it's fall weather here today. <laughs> News report. <That> was... <laughs> it's, we're doing well though. We're doing well. It's Twelve degrees, ready. rainy, and I'm, I am ready to go. I'm just gonna warn everybody. If you disagree with me, I don't fucking care. I disagree <laughs> with that statement. I'm uh I'm pre disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-agree. I pre agree. I pre agree. Just saying, y'all might hate me at the end of this. Uh, at the yeah, end of this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, God. Of course, you hear everyone's favorite bear from upstairs, Canadian basement. What's up, basement? Rawr. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> it's a uh, summer day, night, middling degrees. <laughs> Tepid. That's all I got. <laughs> and that's why he was fired as the meteorologist from Canada. If you say everything, eventually one of them will be right. Right? <laughs> um, I'm right half. The, uh, a broken, uh, what is it? A broken clock is uh, still right two times a day. Um, yes. Yep. Basements uh, once a week. And last but not least, yeah, Trekopedia with us. What's up, Trek? Not much, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Bad. We already asked. Real bad. Real bad. <laughs> Basement mad. Basement can't do weather. We, we may be joined by Gina, but right now she is MIA. Might be taking her patented midnight bath. We we did try to reach out to Cthulhu, but he of course was only available via voicemail, and so uh, to, to <laughs> Gina on here wasn't working out. So we're still uh, we are currently on standby. But keep those phone calls and those. <laughs> Those pledges coming. Why the hell did I just a pledge drive just pop in my fucking head? <laughs> pledge to me. Pledge to me. Girl Scout cookies. Awesome. Demon. be a great one. <laughs> This, this We're gonna here. stumble yeah. through this as best as we can. I did say Cthulhu earlier, so I mean that does tie in. We've got some wonderful people joining us in the chat as well. Alpha, we got Don't Die on Me, Jurgen. We got a Rushinchu. Casey is raw. Walter Mitch- Mitchell, or is it Mitchell? Mitchell. 
If you want to do weather on derail, Casey can go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking raining. <laughs> it's gonna rain, and then just Drew hangs up on him anyway. Uh, we got. Uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in live here. Uh, we've had a stellar week of some really good, uh, <laughs> fun streams this week. Of course, uh, we had the Marvel Roundtable, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we finished up Stray, which was uh, quicker than expected. I know it was a short video game, but uh, that, that ending was just like, oh, we're done. Uh, we of course had our. Um, <laughs> Two two nights of of wonderful ghost reconning, <laughs> which I haven't laughed that hard in a while. Mainly because I kept killing myself and, and endangering my teammates, like all good teammates do. And of course, we, <laughs> of course, we also had uh, horny goat GM mode, which once again the AI just proves it hates steel cage matches. So a lot of cool stuff. Go check it out on the channel, and of course, if you're new, subscribe as well. But. Um, I, I don't know how much of a, a useful condition I'm going to be in tonight for the MC. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do my best, but unfortunately, um, allergies are just killing me right now. Yeah, I'm sure that's all that's killing you. Right? So much fucking <laughs> allergies in the allergies, his man. bloodstream. What? <laughs> yeah, allergies give me the munchies. Uh, I'm also going to fail because I've, if you guys have ever used OBS. Sometimes the, it, the font resizes itself to hardly being able to be seen. So <laughs> I here I am looking at. I can't read any of these things. So, <laughs> so we're gonna end up with something. Oh, some what do you mean for like a gift? Like yeah, 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 for like the topics. I can't read any of them. It's Russian Great. roulette. That's that's gonna be. This is gonna be a fun that's evening. Let's make it even more fantastic tonight. <laughs> yep. Um, you guys can follow along with the different stuff that we're gonna talk about from different links, uh, from the different articles in the description here on YouTube. Uh, of course, hit us up on Twitter at the one. If you guys want to send us some stuff to be tagged in in the future, uh, we're always looking for uh, some fun, weird, bizarre stuff to talk about. But um, man alive! Oh, and Federico and Paul Arzola also is in as well. Thank you. in and. Uh, Arzola. It's my um, Arzola. My, I, I apologize. These allergies are going to make me uh, super goofy. <clears throat> Such herbal. Yeah, they are. So many sure, herbal issues. Sure that's um, super goofy. My, thank you. I uh, I think we should start with the – I think the biggest newsworthy note of anything. Real newsworthy. Uh, what's that? Real newsworthy. Yes. Uh, Her Majesty's gone. Yeah. 96 years old. She was in power for 74 years. She took power when she was 25. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm year. I don't. Oh, well. So 74 years ago. So that would be, wasn't it 21? I thought she was 21 when she came queen. I heard. I thought it was twenty five, but either way, um, so, so that would have. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say if she was almost a hundred, so so she it would have been some somewhere in the it would have been somewhere in the yeah in the 1940s, late 1940s. So she was there pretty much right right before right as World War Two ended when she took power. Yeah. Or I'm not. I'm okay. I'm going to say this. She didn't take power. She has no power. 
The only power she has is she's really was really fucking rich and she was very influential. Am I correct in that assessment? I think Basement would know the mask matter out of everybody because he's standing under. I, said, I mean, we talked about this last night. Uh, well, I mean, she has she has no literal powers. Literal she's powers. She's just a she, She's a cog in the machine that produces outcome of power. <laughs> the most confusing way to say anything. I got you. Dude, of all nights, <laughs> to try and fuck with my head. <laughs> yeah. She's basically a figurehead, and yeah, like it's the idea of power running through there that this doesn't exist. Obviously, it's a board, a board of directors, a board of government that kind of passes and fails, and several different boards of several different governments that work together. So she's not. Anything. Even if you did predict her death, Casey, I wouldn't hold it against you. <laughs> she was a fucking step away for the last six years. Yeah. I I she was apparently she was I've been seeing some weird shit. Like she was a racist and all this shit. I'm like, boy, what's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? I don't know. I she, I, I never heard much from her. She didn't seem like a bad person to me. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't pay much attention to the royal family because what influence the, do they have over me? The Absolutely. thing is, no, nobody that wasn't like hooked on to that fucking uh, Markle and whatever the fuck his dick's name is. But that like yeah. celebrity sex or celebrity uh, relationship that he yeah, yeah that if, if you didn't pay attention to that you didn't give a flying fuck about the royal family nobody did like no. in all honesty it, it, she, she's 96 years old and she died what the fuck is it's like, oh my god well the, the, <laughs> come on what other outcome you're gonna have here <laughs> she be rebuilt into like, a fucking cyborg for some reason no she's gone man yeah, I, I people, I, I don't, I mean, like I said, the, the, the royal family had no influential power over what I did and how I ran my life, so I didn't really pay much attention to them. The Meghan Markle thing, she's just a piece of work. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. She, she's the type um, of person to use everybody around you to make millions as, as, and I don't care what people think of her being like oh she's a saint she, the royal family just disliked her and they were super racist towards her I'm like, fuck, I look at that woman she doesn't look like any race so I guess they hate all races including their own I am so and, and I hear what you're saying I am so and this, I everything's racist okay everything's so racist. sick of if you don't like somebody, you're racist. Well, that's the going thing with everything now. If you don't like it, yeah. you're a bigot. No. You can't have an opinion without it being a bigoted opinion. Right. So, I don't know what they had for servants, but I'm pretty sure they were paid. And I'm pretty sure, pretty sure some of them were black. I'm pretty sure some of them they were paid fucking well working for the royal family. Very fucking well. But there are people out there going, oh, they had slaves. People. Use your fucking head. An employee is 
I mean, yeah, you can say an employee is a slave. Essentially, it's slave labor. Fuck, I'm a, I'm a slave. I work yeah, I mean, 40 hours a week. The, the thing is, like, right? what people can get, get wrong is, okay, slavery, you're not paid a wage, but you're paid in things. Like, you get housing and you get food to live on because they have to keep you alive. And they want to keep you somewhat healthy so that you can do the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not that different when everything is so expensive that you can barely get by on the wage you're making. Correct. So uh, there's there's play, there's paid work that is akin to like slavery work, and this all the only the biggest difference is obviously the fucking physical abuse and ownership, which is where the heart of the slavery was. Stems from yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean. But I mean, I, I think people see old white and they think slave owner. Like, I, I think it's just not realizing that old white was also the people that liberated slaves. <laughs> it was, yeah. You just sit. So, we, <laughs> we cool, bro. We cool. <laughs> right. And it's akin to the the thing that I was told, not just, you know, with the student can the canceling of the student debt. I don't know if I told you this, but or said this, but. Because I was able to pay off my student loan, I'm rich. Yeah, you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. No, no, and that's the that's the like the the arbitrary numbers they come up with have nothing to do with you as like even if you were making a hundred thousand dollars a year, say you had like a huge amount of expenses that had to do with medical issues or something else, you're still like okay, and you like the thing is it kills like. I would have I think everybody should have just instead of like giving money back they should have just said well now we're going to make school really cheap. Well there's nothing wrong with that. Force yeah. banks on, on student and medical loans. Make school Force cheaper. A low interest rate well, on that. Well, but when you try to when you try to make loans. reparations with anybody it's it, it can never be done like you're trying to like turn something into just a blanket statement, which is just not possible. We did it here with the Serb shit, and a lot of people that didn't deserve money got money, and a lot of people that did didn't qualify. Right. Like a lot of people that needed the money didn't qualify by like a hundred bucks or whatever, and they're like, nope. Or you worked too many days. You made nothing last year, but you worked too many days. So you don't qualify for the Serb. I mean, I will. I will be going back. I just thought I'd point that out. Going back to the queen, I didn't think. I don't think she's a bad person at all. I don't know really anything about her except she was old and lived forever. Yeah, I mean, well, when she didn't, she's on my money, but that doesn't mean I know a lot. I mean, I did see the thing that was put in the, the prince or well, King Charles. Now, excuse me. With the whole, you need to clear the yeah, stuff up. The, the, what the fuck is that? That's pretty bad look for so, him. So this guy is a spoiled, spoiled rotten brat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think I think they all kind of are that way. Yeah. And people are like, oh, the queen, she was working until she died. I'm like, she. I don't think she really ever worked properly a day in her life. If you mean work, i.e. existing, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get like there might be um, expectations put on you from a young age to uphold certain things. But right. that's because you're in the public eye. All the time. And right. it's like 
The, well, she married into the public eye, correct? Who did? The queen? No. Her husband did. Her husband uh, did. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she is She is Queen Victoria's great-granddaughter. Yeah, she is part of the bloodline. So, I mean, so, some of that she would be... It, it's like how do you how do you weigh it you know like you're you're given a lot of things and i'm going to say privilege to have a lot of things but you're also burdened with a lot of those things if you never wanted them right you're not really given that choice so i think that's where like i can like i guess sympathize or empathize with her but i can't mm-hmm. I, I don't really give a fuck the only thing that the only two things i'll say is for me it's one of those it's one of those things of um i i know that the whole royal family is is bullshit but in terms of like you know public eye or public figure it's kind of one of those people in um in in in, in like a, a cultural icon that you just never imagined being gone so it's like Oh my god! Like queen, the, the queen is dead, and it's like she was ninety six, and like you said, fucking no duh. <laughs> but I think that that's what the general like shock is. It's just that she's been around for so many generations that like it's like when they when they issue in a new pope, it's like that that figurehead or that that iconic person's been in that position for so long, and then then when the change happens, people go, oh my god. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing I'm just gonna say is. Times like these, I, I actually really I, I love the internet. The internet can be a horrible place sometimes, but there, but but sometimes with memes, some dra- some they bring the and oh, oh, it's some of the memes I've seen about this have uh, this been have been so damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I look at the queen and Sorry. I think uh, a calm down, more respectable version of the Kardashians. That's actually. <laughs> I was literally thinking pretty that before. Good. <laughs> pretty good uh, comparison. Uh, I would. Everybody analogy. knows them. Nobody really likes them, but you can't <laughs> stop hearing about them. Yeah. I don't think Queen. I mean, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I kinda, I, I, every I, time I, it's every time it's like, oh, what's Prince Henry and Prince William doing? I don't give a shit. Or Prince Harry. Nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> like, the- why? Why should we give a fucking shit what Prince Harry and Prince William do in their free time? I don't care. I mean, people also talking about the little kids. Prince George or whatever the fuck his name is, and yeah, like I, I, I don't know about you I guys, the but biggest pride of them all too. Well, I, but, I was but, just laughing because JP was like, like nobody fucking cares. No, I'm sorry, it's Prince Harry, but who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I, well, I, I, I don't I know which one is which one, but one like one of them looks like the exact product of inbreeding. Prince William oh. is the oldest one. William's Prince the Harry is the youngest. No, no. Phil- no. Yeah. Well, Prince Harry is the older one. Prince William is the youngest one. Philip is king right now, right? Prince no, Philip is dead. Oh, Charles. Charles is king now. Charles. Oh, okay. Dumbo ears is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Big ears and fat hands and no brains. The best, the best, the best <laughs> read about it was uh, from William Regal the other day. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on, man. What? That was funny, man. And she just died. Yeah, I mean, but he didn't the... say about her. He said about him. 
Yeah, and it's his fucking mother. <laughs> he, did he disparage his mother? No, he said something nice about her. He said, "God rest the queen." He said, it, "He said sad to hear that the queen died." Well, I'm sure he did. Yeah, and then he said about Charles, which we were all thinking. I just, I don't think that's a nice thing to do. <laughs> there's laughing. I don't honestly think it's a nice thing to do. I mean, I can be a dickhead, but that that's. <laughs> Like, okay, I mean, we so just, we just, requ- we so just uh, made fun of the here's, exact here's, same thing right before Trek said that. Here is, why, <laughs> he I say here is why, they, why I say this. You guys have seen a picture of my father, correct? Yeah. Yes. He looked like the fucking Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and it's not like I went around, hey, the Crypt Keeper's dead. <laughs> he didn't say that about Queen Elizabeth. He said about King Charles, though. He made fun of someone alive, so it's okay. But yeah. we, you also said the exact same thing right before Trek said it. Big ears. It's the same joke. We called him dumb. We called him Dumbo the other night. So I did. I could call him. <laughs> so you're a dickhead too. I mean, at that moment, I just didn't find it very funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, because I'm yelling again. I'm not yelling. Hey, Charles, yeah, breaking his her ears. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing okay. She's doing King Charles. Um, yeah, there's really not much on my end. I mean, ba- ba- basement. Since you're a province under um, nobody cared under the, her royals, uh, her royals regime or reign. I mean, uh, I'm not they, gonna say nobody cared, but well, well, no, I, I know, I get the idea of that. But I'm, what I was gonna ask was, g- growing up, was there any like sort of like. In terms of like school systems or anything like that, there's, or like, like, there's oh. an English influence here, but it's very like far away in terms of the impact on your life. Like, it, there, there, you can see thir- certain things from uh, England, and like certain small parts of Canada were um, were uh, fucking started by the English. So you can see the influence in the roots of Canada, but it's not like it's not some part of your everyday life. So, Aaron, um, she sure is. Uh, how bored, miserable, and ashamed of your own life do you have to be to have nothing better to do but live vicariously through someone who has no influence on your daily life? I don't know. I I don't. I don't think the queen was that bad of a person. Apparently, she was a pretty. Mom. I don't. She. I from. I listening to everybody on the news and and the world leaders and stuff. They thought she was a genuine, caring person. I mean, Christ. She's 96. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think... Did she... She doesn't care? Does she have to? I don't care. If she does care. She has no influence over my life. I mean, and the, the bottom line is, like, a lot of the things that the uh, royal family did in the past are no, uh, is no longer controlled by them. So, it's it's like, would you rather listen to the prime minister... Or the queen, because the it's it's like listening to like the 
third or fourth seat down in a government and being like, I really care what they have to say. More so than the top seat. Or more oh, yeah. so than the actual fucking party. So it's like, uh, it, it's not like, I mean, she was in the public eye. She'll be known more for me seeing her every now and then in like news articles or pictures than mm-hmm. anything. I can't name you one thing that she accomplished. I'm sure she, there was something there, but it's just like, it's not, I, I didn't follow her that way she didn't, she didn't get see this is the thing you never heard when there was a yeah like when 9-11 happened the very first time in a like a very long time that they played the national anthem i think it was the national anthem <laughs> let me put the it day this 9/11. Way. they're they're super oh. rich and yeah. they do, they're out of touch with the regular people yep. so when you see them take a stand for something it's usually like this makes me feel good i'm going to stand up for climate reform i'm going to stand up for like the things that you would see as the good things or like things that we should be talking about but it's always at the behest of getting not looking at the economy or anything else like they that's the type of it's rich folk that focus on world problems that uh, only because the other problems never impact them. So fuck. Right, Wendy? She's, just like, say, just she's, say she's like the, the she was sign, sign she was language counting. person. Well, she was counting. Showing us if she can count to five on her fingers. She's my sign language person. <laughs> she's a, your interpreter? Exactly. I, I, I hope nothing against the queen. I don't either, but it, as much as this is like, oh, it's a big story. It, it, it's a big story with nothing in it. Correct. <laughs> she's I dead. mean, That's all she's I a figurehead in the end who has no, no, she is, she is constitutionally bind to the same laws that every other British citizen is. And she can't tweak laws. She's still, she can make a suggestion. But she can't mm-hmm. say, you need to change this law or I'm going to throw you in fucking jail. That's not what she does. Or uh, part, of her duties. part of her duties. But it, she, it can influence like... somebody to, she can influence somebody to try to change a law. But they don't have to do shit. Because essentially the parliament has control over the laws. Honestly, mm-hmm. it would be like somebody in England being like super into AOC in terms of like comparative interest. So because you guys don't live in England and I don't live in England, it doesn't really, we don't care. (laughs) But don't they have, don't you pretty much have the same laws as England does? Uh, Well, we have the same structure. We're still a different country. So you are an independent country. And I think 1982 was your independence, correct? I want to say yes. Because <laughs> I looked it up when, when, and at one of our Gina, we were t- talking about the queen and, you know, what power she has. She has no, she like, can't like, tell people yes or no, essentially is what I'm getting at. We have English influence, but like I said, we're like a different country and we're attached at the hip, more to America than we are to England in terms of influence. I mean, in terms of influence and what we act like. 
if anything, England is attached to, at the hip to the United States. They pretty much do the same things. They don't. Well, their gun laws are. You can't well, own a well, gun. I mean, in like, we're the in between. Correct. Right. Like uh, the, the Canada is the in between of America and England where we're influenced. Uh, but like uh, I would say like media wise, we're way more influenced by America than England. English TV and English news and stuff is quite different than both American and Canadian. All right. Fuck the queen. I don't want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, she died. God, yeah. God, God rest. Now you have to say God save Dumbo. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. She was ninety six. She was not, happened. but she wasn't a bad person. Like I see a lot of people making her out to be, from what I'm seeing. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. Okay. What's next? <laughs> Um, let me see. Which one could we do? Let me see. So, I mean, a couple of things we could obviously talk about is, I guess we'll switch gears here since we, I know we're going to talk about stuff, but, uh, this was an interesting thing. I actually saw this popped up too, that apparently DC Comics, uh, revealed Joker's actual name. Oh yeah, I seen that. So... For those of you who don't know, in the DC Comics, uh, Joker... <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was that sound? What the... Shrek, <laughs> was that you? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. What uh, the fuck did you do? Did you just choke on a kernel of popcorn that you got from the movie theater, or what? I burped. Well, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that was a very strange-sounding burp. Sound like a rabbit sounds dog. Like you were either getting finger banged by Sally Magoo or you fucking choked <laughs> on a kernel of fucking popcorn. Sounded like aggressive. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, verbally. He said he changed. Me. He said his name, and then oh, I got I don't. <laughs> <laughs> fucking demon fodder. <laughs> Some weird ass fucking sound. <laughs> You can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we choke uh, on her. So, so, so the Joker's horrible. real name is. I'm sorry. I know. I know you're laughing, Connor. I seen this too, and I just can't remember his name. Yes. So they never ever revealed his name in any comics or the stories right. or anything like that. So, uh, but but this is the first time they've revealed his name uh, is Jack Oswald White. So, can I ask this question in Batman? What was his name? Jack Napier. Okay. So they, they've teased along that I think Jack, I would have said Jack because Joker, Jack, did yeah, it, yeah. got it, good. Um, I do, see, yeah, I always I thought it was Jack Napier, like that one. It's fine. That's fine. So that just tells me that Batman is not canon. The one with Michael Keaton. I don't think any of them, but I mean, there's really no clear cut winner for that one there. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that they've, there's, there's been obviously the Joker movie and other Batman iterations, like I think in film that have, uh, even the animated series, I think, uh, also 
revealed his name, I think, towards the very, very end of what his name was. So, I mean, not too, I think this is the first time in the comics where something's canon that they actually announce what his name is or, or okay. what, what his name used to be. Uh, but, yeah, I'm right there with you. Not too really surprised at this one. I, I mean, I, I never really cared what the real name was. Um, I thought the Joker is the Joker to me. The Penguin is the Penguin. Um, Catwoman, Catwoman. Catwoman is Catwoman. Riddler um, is Riddler. Riddler is Riddler. Well, like Riddler and Edward Nigma. It yeah. was such a great play, Enigma, an Enigma. I, I, I just it got That's a little goofy there. And, yeah. yeah, towards the end it got goofy. We always knew that Harvey Dent. It was Two-Faced. It was Two-Faced. I do like that Harvey Dent was a lawyer, the district attorney or assistant DA or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, however, that Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent, and then they had, what's his name? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones B. That's the only problem. I like When I seen that, I thought Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent. Yeah. So, either way. Um, I I don't take much into the name, but I, it's nice to know what his real name is. I guess I don't. Know. I prefer not to have found out anything. Yeah, I mean, the unknown is yeah. better than the known with that character. Yeah, I totally agree me. with you. I'll, I'll let you go because I got to get up. I totally agree with that because the Joker was so mysterious. And to be honest with you, I mean, yes, the Batman movie with Michael Keaton revealed who he was. However. That's you know I, I would much rather not know what his real name is. It's it it makes the character that much better. Now that we know his real name, what more are we gonna do with this guy? That's what I was gonna say. Go ahead, keeping, he, keeping his real name a secret keeps the researchers. They're now gonna just search through every Batman lore they can get their hands yep. on to see if they hear this name pop up anywhere else. Yep. But I also I mean, like he popped the. Up he was the Bruce Wayne's friend in the Telltale game version of Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were like any time. I would just prefer him to like he could use a like a name if he wanted to, but canon wise, he should be anonymous. Yes, in shows and different takes on Batman, he they could give him a name. That's fine. But I, th- I think the like true arc of his character should he should stay unknown to how he came. Yeah. An origin story for him is kind of like a disservice to him. Well, and I guess they, 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 did the, they did the best job they could in that movie, Joker. But uh, it's still like I, I think the iteration that they're using for that isn't as, as necessi- necessarily him. No, I think it's just what might have inspired his character to be his character. Yep. That's kind of what I'm getting it also, from that one. It also <laughs> makes me wonder how long until they retcon the name out because they say that it didn't. It wasn't real anyway. Watch them retcon that stuff, that stuff out now too because they've done that before. Then again, I mean, just, stuff out before. then again, just giving him a name doesn't give him anything else. So like the only right. thing I, I dislike is that if you give him a name, you give his adversary Batman. Everything, because yeah. he's the best detective ever. So you give him a name, and he's gonna find out who the motherfucker is and where he came from and everything like that. That's why I like the idea of him not knowing anything or not being able to find out anything about him. 
Yeah. Well, even in the animated series, like Connor said, they did call him Jack Napier, but then he shows up two seconds later and says, that was something that I used that's not my real name, so... It was uh, an alien. In Joker, yeah. the movie, he's called by a different name, too. I can't remember. Arthur something, I think. Arthur yeah. Fleck. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. This is what it is. A different... Uh, th- a cool character, but I, I like the uh, anonymity better than anything. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. The... the yeah. It, the whole thing with with Joker, like you're right, like the idea of like naming him, yeah, okay, it doesn't really do really much for him or on either side. But if anything, uh, it would, for lack of a better word, ground him as far as like a, like a you know humanizing the character. Whereas, especially he's the greatest adversary Batman has ever had, and he's like the antithesis of Batman. You you want to kind of build him up on like this like near almost impossible uh, level for him to be to, to to make a great adversary, and so. The mysterious, the, the mysterious background, the allure, and the mystery of what his origin was kind of, to me, helped kind of elevate him beyond just some schmuck in a clown costume. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, kind of like, uh, and it, it didn't, it didn't really matter to me his name. I, I, yeah, I, I like no. the the illusion more. I, I totally agree. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Um. <laughs> I did not read up on these articles beforehand, but um, this interesting one before we get to to a couple more big ones is um, there's a uh, a dog with a knife. What? Okay, please tell me the stupid fucking story, please. <laughs> this is something I think Judah put in there, or Heather. What are you doing? I I think this is. The mayor dog also just started running around with a knife or something like that. Theo, a fluffy and innocent-looking great Pianese, gave his dog walker plenty of agita this week by picking up uh, a sharp knife while out on a stroll. I thought he grabbed a stick as usual. Uh, Things were hunky-dory until the pup had shoved his face into a pile of sticks and branches where he came across a sharp cutlery. My eye caught the glint of the metal and it was instant panic. And the picture, <laughs> love the gift. It's fucking hilarious. It's just him just sitting there with a the knife. Yeah. It's just. It's, it sounds like a fucking serial killer reincarnated into a dog. Stitches get stitches. <laughs> Isn't a dog a dangerous enough? Like, Bite force in that motherfucker comes at you with a knife, it'd be terrible. God, it's like a downgrade. Sure. It's a downgrade on how vicious they are, or could be. A red, a red juice. We don't have any more. Go find one. I uh, wanted to give some loving to. Uh, I think we, I actually think we got a donation. I apologize that we did not have this up. Um, uh, Ready to go here. Uh, we got I a, a donation. don't know how to work that properly. Well, now's not the night because I am already. Um, I am absolutely blitzed out of my mind right now. Totally gone. But um, I'm not kidding. Um, if a dog with a knife came after you, how big's the knife? How big's the dog? Is it a chihuahua with an axe? Yeah, that, that's manageable. It's a big dog with a small knife. Stick him, and his neck's broken. 
<laughs> um, but a Russian shoe with a five dollar oh, yeah, donation. Agile man. What's that? Dogs are fucking agile. They're still getting away from the. They're coming after you with a knife. I yeah. keep. Th- I just had a uh, just a glimpse of Chucky just like doing the the chant and going into this dog or something like that. It's like, good <laughs> lord. We call the dog Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I hand. beg of you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picture it now. That's season, they got season two of Chucky coming up. That'll be season three. Oh god, season! I saw the first season of Chucky, and it was this okay. <laughs> I, I like Chucky, so I'll give it a pass. But if you don't like Chucky, you're gonna hate that fucking show. I can tell you that. Right. I, I just seeing the previews for it each week. It's just like this is not enticing me to watch, and I love Chucky. It kind of lo- it kind of lost me when I saw like two gay preteens kiss each other, and it'd be like a big, big point. It's a show, as it usually is with horror involved items. Uh, want to just mention real quick earlier, we got a uh, like a, a two. Uh, donated five dollars. He said, "Why couldn't the Joker's name be J.P. Bakerfield?" <laughs> God, imagine that was one of those. There's <laughs> always the sequel. There's always reboots. Imagine J.P. <laughs> is the Joker. <laughs> Joker, please. He's doing a better Harvey Dent. You, you, you want to know? How I got these broken ankles. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you Sasquatch looking bitch. Oh God! <laughs> Trying to get it together. I, I, the dog. Are we done talking about the dog or what? Well, I mean, yeah, there's well, only so much you can talk about with a dog with a knife. There's only so much of the dog you can talk about. Uh, let's see here. I, I guess the next big thing we'll talk about is, um, well, I'm not Media, media scrum, the scrub, the all the fun stuff going on with AEW. So is this what is the other one? The other story. Oh, the other one was going to be uh, some of the stuff from Marvel D twenty three and the Star Wars announcements and the Marvel announcements. Yeah, right. these are both all pretty right. good topics. So we'll start with you want to talk about AEW? Let's talk about AEW. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Oh, first oh. of all, it's the best wrestling promotion on the planet, guys. With the Booker of the Year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talent. Yep. Ab- ab- unmatched. Uh, greatest thing I've ever seen. Even better than The Birth of a Child. I really I really hope – I was really hoping the gif um, that you would put up there would be the dog in the house. Everything's, <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> so – as best as I'm going to try to be able to um, paraphrase what the hell happened, um, not only for the sake of just the craziness that's still going on with this and, and the uncertainty of what really is going on, but because um, I am flying higher than a kite right now. Um, <laughs> I could see it so, in your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can, can you? Is that yeah, bad? yeah. I can oh, see yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> After CM Punk uh, retained, gained his World Heavyweight Championship, he went out on the post-media scrum 
Uh, and instead of talking about the return of MJF or his world uh, championship uh, match, he went off on the fact of the frustration of what of him having to basically explain to everybody uh, what really or some details about his falling out of his friendship with Cole Cabana, Scott Colton. And what? <laughs> and so it it just went completely in a different direction and completely of turn and then started going towards uh CM Punk starting to go off on EVPs and and without naming them specifically or in some cases naming them specifically Heyman Page the uh and then referring of course to the EVPs of the Bucks and Kenny Omega now some sort of scuffle ensued between the between the part Including a steal with CM Punk, Bucks and Omega um, having some sort of a state, and then just coming to blows, which led to a sea of suspensions across the board uh, for many of those involved. Still not as exactly sure what the hell happened with Punk, but he has been uh, the world title had been va- vacated, and then there's speculation he's also injured again. So, what? Go ahead, Trek. You, I know this is why you're here. Go ahead and talk. Okay, about he is injured. He's out six to nine months. Is what he's saying. But secondly, he, he went off his on Cole Cabana. Okay. And okay, okay, but why? What happened? Did he, he tore his tricep. He hurt okay. his ego. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> he, he hurt his butt. He's butt hurt. Well, he's butthurt, all right. Because <laughs> apparently he's the only one that's allowed to fucking shit on people. Yep. And then and when somebody he, shits on him, he gets he all gets butthurt all over it because yep. he thinks he's the end-all, be-all of every fucking wrestling company that's ever fucking existed. He, he, thinks, he, he thinks he, CM Punk thinks he is the fucking reason wrestling exists today. CM Punk needs to, this is why I fucking hate the guy. I've never liked the guy. The guy is a fucking clown. He's a crybaby back bitch that just needs to fucking go away. Go ahead, Truck. I'm sorry. And then that's okay. I thought it was funny that he's saying all this shit while Tony Khan just sitting there looking like the embarrassed kid in a second grade class. <laughs> he tried to shut Punk down, and Punk just like pretty much talked over him. Oh, well, that's because, see, I'm Punk again. This is the problem with Tony Khan. He, Tony Khan's a bitch. He has He's no bitch control made. Over, he has no control over his roster at all. He sits here and sits up on his high and mighty high horse saying he's pissed off at fucking WWE. Says this isn't the fuckers and they're not fair. What the fuck are you talking about? He's Dude. mad because that he says, oh, we ran Labor Day last you know two years. Why, now you know why us- Tony Khan is mad at WWE? Because he didn't think they were going to be able to turn things around. Yep. Well, the thing and I he don't knows get, he's up shit quick without a fucking paddle right now. Like, like watching that whole interaction, right? And there comes a time where Tony Khan is like, he, he just nothing seems to like make make sense to me because I'm not like huge in on this fucking Twitter scene of wrestling. I see bits and pieces, but I, I let, let me ask you this: if you didn't follow everything that they were doing on Twitter and you were just a, a fan of AEW, would this fucking thing make any sense to you? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the assumption that everybody's munching at the ball sack of CM Punk's Twitter uh, for him to go off on pay-per-view television and be like, "Hey, uh, you know, 
uh, the, the Colt Cabana has a bank account with his mom, and I was like, "What the fuck are you even talking about, man? You just won a title." Yeah, it has man nothing to do with Colt this. Cabana. Because he didn't give him his fucking money. I back. don't care about Cole. And uh, this is why. Why does everybody give a shit? Like nobody cares about this. This is why. This is like you, the event. Are you are you bringing up the company or are you like stuck in the past? Of uh, people keep telling past. me about people keep telling me about uh, Colt Cabana and people keep bringing this up and I can't go through an interview. I'm like, shut the he fuck up, up man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Talk about the belt you won or get the fuck off the stage. This is where fucking fuzzy head McGee over here, Tony Khan, needs to like stand up and be like, talk about what we just did or get the fuck out of here. This fucking puberty head cunt. Tony Khan Khan is trying to run this like the NFL does. Having press conferences. Did his penis suck back inside himself? I don't know. But trying to have press conferences after events, okay? That I'm not. I, I'm not against. I, I, I'm okay with uh, it. But New he Japan has no did control this. over his roster when they come out and fucking do this shit. You get a bunch of egomaniacs together. Something that has nothing to do with the pay per view that just fucking happened. Like Basement said, this guy is the problem. Tony Khan is a fan of wrestling. That thinks he, because he has money, can book a fucking show. Yep. That is it. He does do some things right, but more often than not, he does dumb fucking things. Just like the booking of the ROH title on on AEW AEW and changing the title. He has another fucking show called Ring of Honor. Put it on there. Well, he's part of the AEW roster. Have a fucking match, but it doesn't have to fucking have a title match. And especially if you're changing the title, a title, from another company on your fucking show, AEW, you're kind of fucking burying the other fucking show. And I know that that show only has like 100,000 viewers. But my point is... You are killing your other show by doing this shit. Yep. You know yep. what I, I think is also like I, – I, a lot of people probably disagree with me. But I think that um, what I would do if I was in Tony Khan's position and pushed out and this shit happened, I, I ain't like – forget about doing it behind closed doors. I am bringing these people out. And I am passing judgment on them in front of the camera so that they can feel what they did to my company so they don't do it again. He had that opportunity on Wednesday. Did not do it. Did not no, do it. No, and it's, it's like you either fight fire with fire or you double down on what I see he is. Somebody needs to somebody needs to call like this activity out. It's like, oh well, Twitter's uh, going crazy. The IWC is going crazy with rumors. I'm like, be a man, step up, take them out in front of the fan base and say, like, basically set them, make an example out of them. The judicial system does this all the time. You have to, in this case, this what I would do, or else you're, or else it's over. In my mind, it's over for that brand. Here's what I would have done. I would have said, I would have, if I was Tony Khan, I would have gone to the ring. You are speaking, you're not being a character. This is company business. 
You were going out to the front of the ring, and you're like, I would have, if I was Tony Khan, I would have said, I need to see CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. And Ace Steel. In the ring right now. They come out there, and he looks at them, and he goes, you're suspended, you're suspended, you're suspended, and you're suspended for the bullshit you guys did last night. Lay your belts down, the titles are vacated. And I guarantee you, you would have seen Jaws drop. But he didn't uh, fucking do uh, that. Uh, because he's a bitch. Like, the, the problem is, is he's a bitch. Oh, God. From out of the shadows, she arises. Gina, <laughs> Gina what's, what's up? Guys? Sorry, I'm so sorry. My fucking stomach has been eating itself alive for the past oh like, hour and a half. Same. It's okay, so, Gina. I just got over it, it yeah, somehow. Yeah. It's okay. I, 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 my, I'm still nauseous as fuck, but I'm here. So, I, I, it's just, oh my God, man, he had a real opportunity on Wednesday stuff. and just laid a fucking egg. He has no balls. He has none. The yeah. guy uh, has no fucking balls. Uh, what the hell? Are what we, do you think about like, what happened with like, yeah, everything with AEW from last week or five days ago, yeah. six days ago, whatever? Yeah. Um, I. I honestly agree with JP. Tony Khan has absolutely no balls. Like, if he was going to pull pull the trigger and do something, it should have happened this past Wednesday, and nothing was fucking done. So here's here's. And here's I, I, I do want to point out. Sorry, sorry, JP. I do want to point out that Cody Rhodes actually tweeted out like last week, and you wonder why I left. And then he actually <laughs> ended up deleting I, it because it, he deleted it like shortly after because he must have realized, oh, that's probably not a good idea. Well, but, I mean, it hurts his relationship more with WWE. But, but it, hurts, it hurts his relationship with other other wrestlers. He does, I don't think he gives a flying shit about Tony yeah. Khan because I don't think he's ever going back to AEW or even a- entertaining the idea. No. Uh, oh. What I said basically, uh, Gina, was that there was a moment in time for him to like call out his the people involved and make it public instead of doing it behind closed doors to kind of save face for mm-hmm. himself because he needs that badly, and he did not do it. You know, um, you know I will say I, this during that interview ahead. because I did watch it. I did watch the interview, and he did say. If you have a problem with me, oh yeah, come Sam Punk did. Come find me. Mm-hmm. And the, the Young Bucks, and I will give the Young Bucks credit. They went and talked to him, and apparently he flew off the fucking handle. Yep, he threw the first punch. Wait, who did? Wait, 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 who did? Sam Punk. Punk. Um, who the fuck is so, HD? Yeah, I, I don't so know. For every, for all of you fucking AEW fans that are fucking pissed at Tony Khan for suspending the the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they should have been. They were involved in it too. Yep. Okay. Well, did Punk? Did, they did Punk, fire get CM Punk? I think they yeah, should fire was, CM Punk. They, they all got suspended. Him. They should have never brought the guy on. They all got suspended. Their titles the got taken away. Vacated. Yep. But, but, but so there is no interim. Yeah, yeah. There is yeah. no interim. Uh, the titles are vacated. Okay. But they, oh, um, they, okay, it's so. it's still it's it's so behind closed doors that it's like. You don't air your laundry and then hide the fucking right. aftermath. Um, like, come I mean, on. I, here's the thing. Um, oh, God, I forget his name. Basement, you like that guy. Uh, he comes out. He's dressed like fucking Jafar from Aladdin. What the hell's his name? I can't. Jinder Mahal? My, Jafar? No, 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 no. From, a, from, from AEW, he wears the fucking genie pants. What? <sighs> he, fight, he fights with fucking Dean Ambrose all the time. And I like Moxley. this guy? Yes. 
He's bald guy. Bald guy in genie pants that wrestles the Roxy. No, he's from New York. Oh my god, what is his name? Bald guy from New York in genie pants. Sanjay Dutt? Will Smith! No! No! (laughs) Hold on, I gotta look this up. Are you trying to say Eddie Kingston? Thank you! Thank you! I don't like this guy! Those are shorts! Well, whatever, they're Jafar pants to me. But anyway. I don't like this guy. Why do you say I like this guy? You said that you said that you liked him, but anyways, um, I was actually reading. Yeah, I was actually reading something. That he... Sorry, he failed to take off his Jack... shirt. I thought he was. I thought he was doing like a hockey here, motherfucker. It's menopause. I was uh, I was reading something from Eddie Kingston the other day. It was like a a direct quote that he had said and. He said flat out, he's like, and everybody wonders why I, I have not, he said, I have not hidden the fact that I cannot stand CM Punk. He said he's not a good person. It, like, he he literally named off, he said Claudio, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, and I believe there was one other person that he he named off from AEW, and he said, I can't fucking stand them. They're not good people. They are, like, they put on faces. But they're not actually really good people. But it, but yeah, he said, and everybody wonders why I can't stand CM Punk. He said, I knew this shit was going to happen as soon as they brought him in. I just want to say something right said there. It, we I said that. it before. I said it before Eddie Kingston said it. You, you, Gina, you know. Oh, I know. And I mean, I think the majority of us, we we may have been a little excited to see him back in the ring, but we all agreed with you. We knew that he was a douche. You know. Everybody was so happy that well, he apologized to the fans. I, and then everybody wonders why I did not care for him when he came back. Did I watch his debut? Sure, I wanted to see what he had to fucking say. I mean, who didn't want to see yeah, what he had to say? He was sucking... Sunken, he was yeah. sucking dinkus. Uh, sorry, Trek, you were going to say something. <laughs> First off, I was going to say we knew it was a, slop, uh, we knew it was a sloppy company when... Uh, Ruby Riot got dropped on their fucking head. Well, oh, that was rough. That. Well, Sammy Guevara is a fucking idiot. So is yeah, his well, wife. Yeah. 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 Or his wife is There's a reason why WWE either. got rid of her. No, yeah. she walked out. She said she was bitching and moaning yeah, and saying because, they won't yeah. come yeah. in. Because, because you, she was either way, little fucking cunt bag. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, well, she, think, she thought she was... It's the same thing with Bob Holly. Just because yep. she jujitsu. That she could beat yeah. everybody up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm. I'm. I don't wish ill will on anyone's marriage by all means. I honestly, I hope that her and Sammy have. Where are you a going with marriage. this? However, oh. just listen. Hear me out. However, that being said, I believe that their marriage is not going to last very long because of both of their egos. Yeah. Eventually, those egos are going to start coming into play because when you when you have two strong egos like that, and neither one of them wants to back down, both of them are sarcastic assholes. Sooner or later, it is going to blow the fuck up. Well, she's yeah. like a bitchy Yoda, and he yes. is like he is like a bitchy Yoda. He is like <laughs> the most unlikable human being on the fucking planet. <laughs> he's a like, douche. Yeah, if, if you looked up yeah. douche in the dictionary, <laughs> yeah. him. Oh, and do shed her. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, as far as punk, I don't think it's a surprise to really anybody. I mean, if it was a surprise, oh. then then you're an idiot because, like, it was written on the wall. It, me personally, I think that they should have had a contract where he came back for maybe 
four to six months and then he was done because that's about how long his whole popularity span anyway because this is exactly what we talked about the other night yes uh, of having him be like so much with him well, I, Connor, uh, I think threw out uh, Brock Lesnar-esque, but I, th- I think I said Edge. I think I would have given him the Edge treatment. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Edge was at least good. Well, Edge only wrestled like a couple times and then disappeared for a long time and then came back. Well, yeah. He got legit hurt, though. Yeah, but yeah, like, that's the exact same thing that's going to happen. That's the, same, that's the same fucking thing that happened with CM Punk. CM Punk yeah. didn't break his neck, did he? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, he, 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 hurt. he tore his tricep. Yeah, yeah, he tore his tricep. But like, you can come back from a torn tricep. But he like, hurt it, his after a edge, while. Edge, 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 but Edge like broke his fucking neck, and back at that time, I'm talking about the, the old was, like, edge. career ending. Oh, I'm talking about edge, I'm, I'm talking about old Edge's run. Old Edge's oh, run before before edge like when, when he came back out of retirement from his super injury. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he. I don't think he hurt it. I don't think he broke his neck to leave. No, he he did tear his he tore his tricep. No, actually, I think it was his pack he tore. He tore his tricep. Oh, after he returned. Yep, it yeah, was yeah. after the Randy Orton match. He tore his tricep. Yeah. Right, but yet he came back. He did like, come yeah, back, you're... and he got hurt again. He had a concussion. He hurt yeah. himself, and then he either that or it was. It's concussion, and they took him off TV for yeah. a while. It, it's you almost like these mid-40-year-old guys need to be he's limited to one match. A fucking... Yeah. He's 40, they, they're, they, I mean, right now, if you look at the WWE, they're treating Edge... Like royalty? No. They're treating him like a legend under a legend's contract. They're treat, well, but, but they're treating him like an attraction. Yeah. He doesn't... Yeah. I mean, I don't know about now because of this thing with Dominic, but they're treating him like a like a an attraction. Like he's not going to wrestle at every event. Which he might is, come out and cut a promo every other week, but he's going to be at the pay per views when it matters. Which is what they should have done you know with what? CM oh, Punk. I can I completely agree, and I I with this whole Punk and Young Bucks and Kenny Omega thing, personally. I think it is a ploy because they have that <laughs> grabbing that ass that, that they have that um oh what the hell is their new next grand slam or, no 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 not the grand slam the other one it's it's like it's literally called like fight forever uh, yes something like that but it's literally about no the next pay per view. It's literally the the whole like I don't know if it's pay per view or if it's an actual like just regular show because you know AEW is fucking stupid like that, um, but the the thing is literally named after like people who have shit against each other. So like I think it's a ploy. I I think that they're setting them up and they did this whole thing so that people will tune in. Are you saying? Are you trying to tell me? And you literally think with all of this bullshit, it's just a ploy. I mean, I honestly think that Punk is... I think he's a douche. I, I think that... Wait, I think there's, there's too much logical inconsistencies for it for me to believe that it would be a, like an actual work from the company. Like, the, the Colt Cabana stuff has nothing to do with what they were doing. What the it, fuck is yeah. going on with Colt Cabana? Well, like... They, he brought up Colt Cabana. Okay, so here's... Here, the, oh, he, him and CM Punk were... Yeah, him and CM Punk were really good friends, and they did a podcast together. Apparently, he owed CM Punk money, and 
that's where this whole thing yeah, they ended up in court yeah i remember yeah mm-hmm. and that's he's like and then he comes out on this and if you're looking at the gift this is him saying right at this time he's talking about colt cabana well he's talking about the executive vice president this isn't the point where he's telling he's saying that the executive vice presidents and the people that he hires but then he also said another thing that kind of fucking pissed me off well he has me working with fucking idiots no he wants me to work with pricks all the time well, everybody in the fucking everybody he's wrestled is one of the top guys in their company. So yeah. everybody he works with is a fucking prick. Well, he put the only ones he put over are Moxley, Danhausen, and um, Adam Adam Cole. But I can tell you right now, if CM Punk was given an option to put anybody over, he wouldn't put anybody over. No, but right. he was praising them, saying how nice they're and how easy to work with. Like, yeah, cause they did. Yeah, John Moxley probably wants to punch him in the fucking throat. What leads me to believe it's definitely not a work is the fact that everything surrounding the incident itself doesn't make sense in a storytelling aspect at all. And if they – if for some grace of God, it ends up being a work and and they do this, I would give it ten thumbs down because it hurts the company more than it helps them. It hurts also, the championships. The like you, you, you strip the first champions of a trios title. Terrible idea. Yeah. You um, talk about shit that has nothing to do with the pay per view. Terrible idea. You make the actual leadership of the company look brain dead. Terrible mm-hmm. idea. It's there's just too many things that they've done to lead me to believe that it can't be. And I mean, they might work. Thought- they might work it in to be like something. Oh, they're going to. You know they will. But like, man, how do you recover from making fun of? How do you make? How do you recover from making the leadership look like buffoonery without a change in leadership? (laughs) I was saying this in the chat the other day. I'm like, dude, if this was WWE, Vince would not have put up with this shit. As soon as CM Punk started his mouth, he would have taken the microphone and go cool off right now. You wouldn't see Vince sitting next to Roman Reigns at a press conference like this after media scrum. It just wouldn't happen. The only time, I mean, okay, so WrestleMania 13, 14. 14. WrestleMania 14, he did a press conference after WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yep. And that was because was there. Stone Cold said that you will never conform me to your, which was just, it was, it was storytelling. Yeah. They didn't. And you could tell because he came out the next fucking night. And, and it had something to do with the, the characters involved and the storyline that was yeah. happening instead of Colt Cabana, who's not even part of the company anymore and nobody fucking well, cares. He is part of, he's part of Tony Khan's – he's part of Ring of Honor. Yep. Which Tony Khan owns. So I'm and hoping then, to uh, see – He's still shitting on Tony Khan. I mean if it was a storyline, so it would lead to Colt Cabana. He's telling Tony – he essentially – what CM Punk is telling Tony Khan is that you're hiring fucking idiots. I'm not, works with I'm, not, I'm not an idiot. I'm the only one that's relevant in this whole situation. Yeah, yeah he said he works with children. So Pay me he's more. The guy, guy is a narcissistic piece of shit. Sociopath. Okay, but listen, he's not a sociopath. Go ahead. Sorry, Gina. The, the, the fact that I'm – listen, I'm sorry. I just looked at the screen and basement. Is that Tony Khan on your thing? <laughs> that is him at that press. He <laughs> that. No. It is freaking me the fuck out. Like I'm not – it's like he's looking deep into my fucking soul. There's and, something inherently uh, wrong like with this man. It's like he, he doesn't have human emotions. He has he, – he, he might very well be a robot that's malfunctioning. 
like it's with the cocaine. Way- <laughs> he does it all the time. It, it, it's, it's either he's he's on cocaine twenty four seven, or he's not really human. <laughs> he shares with the jaguars. Like Jesus Christ, man! You see, like if you watch the media scrum and, and just watch him, man. He, remember how I said Wendy was the fucking person doing sign language? He does that. He's Aubrey Edwards of the fucking media scrum. He has to react to everything that everybody does with like a smile or face. Half the time he looks confused. Half the time he's happy. Half the time he's like a hurt child. I just, man, put him out well, of misery. Well, you saw when somebody. Jericho was. Jericho, right before he left, he bent over and he said, we need to talk some shit just going down right now. Why? So, Chris Jericho's another fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. He sits there and talks about how we're going <laughs> to overtake WWE in the ratings. And then, and then, no, then he says, we never talk about are. WWE. Like, come on, man. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's, 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 he's still talking shit about fucking NXT. Yep. Like, dude, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant, man. It's development. Developmental. He's trying to make something make something out of nothing. Uh, but I, I do think, like, uh, like uh, the other night we were talking about this, and when uh, at the end when uh, Tony Khan starts going off and being like, "I'm not going to fucking stand for this," um, who cares? Con- Connor made a good point, and I do echo that where you said that he. Um, he matched intensity of what was going on. Like his his mindset was that of my world's falling apart, <laughs> and everybody else is <laughs> angry. So familiar faces. So no, I'm going to be angry too. <laughs> and I think some of his so, statement got misconstrued as like hate towards WWE as much as it. it's like I'm not going to take this for his roster exploding in the back. He won't take it from the so program, I just found programming, but yet he'll take it from his fucking staff. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he the just reminds these people, even the EVPs, that yep. they are working yep. for him. Which is why yep. they exactly. But, okay, so I just found the article where uh, Eddie Kingston, what, what he said about CM Punk, and they were they asked him what he thought about the suspension. And he said, that's Phil's <laughs> M.O. Let's just call it as it is. That's Punk's M.O., Kingston said. My man's got a Punk shirt there. God bless you. I'm happy you're a fan of his. I'm not. He's a bitch, but God bless you. <laughs> you can like him. I don't. I understand he's a Chicago guy. That doesn't mean I want to wrestle him. Punk's not a good dude. I don't care what he says about me. Of course he's going to talk trash when I'm not there. Of course he's going to talk trash when the boss is in the way. I just think he likes me and he can't get over it. Maybe Philip wants to be like me. Maybe he wants <laughs> to be loved like me. People think a lot of a lot of the stuff I do is a work or whatever they want to call it. Everybody likes to use insider terms. Everybody likes to be in the know with all the dirt sheets and all the stuff. I'll give it to you plain and simple. I don't like Jericho. I don't like Brian. I don't like Claudio and I don't like Punk. Those are the people I don't like in this company and there's nothing you can say or, or tell me that makes them di- different to me i know who they are see i can see personally just from like looking from it at a viewpoint or far away viewpoint i can see the dislike of punk for sure i can see the dislike of jericho because they're very egotistical people you you can you can see that claudio i don't know he's like nobody knows anything about this man but he may very well be like that. Oh, we yeah. don't know. We don't know, but because it's not like you can't see it from a distance, I'm not going to pass judgment on him. The other two, 
Uh, I can get behind. Oh, and I think him. Eddie Kingston, I'm not a fan of Eddie Kingston's wrestling. He's a good promo wrestling-wise. He's not a, a great promo. He's yeah. not a great wrestler. He, he fits a very specific type of wrestling. Me personally, and I understand why he took the job with AEW, I do, because he wanted his chance in, in the spotlight. I understand that. But Ooh. me personally, it's Eddie Kingston. But me personally, I think that they, he should have taken the job that WWE had offered him at the same time. Uh, oh, WWE. God. He would be dead in WWE. Well, WWE. No, 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 no. He, not as a wrestler. WWE offered him a job as a trainer in NXT. They because they he he works with the younger talent a lot, and he's really good apparently with training younger talent. So they saw that as his potential, and they wanted to bring him in as that. But he wanted to be a wrestler, so he went to AEW. I mean, the thing I, I have to laugh at. The thing I have to laugh at with Kingston is. He is a better version of John Moxley. <laughs> yep, I 100. And John Moxley, that. like a bunch of people, will fucking die on their sword over this guy. He is oh worse I mean, than I Eddie like Kingston, Moxley. who came out of nothing. He, he he is another one. His ego is too big for his britches. So um, I hate to uh, to interrupt, but uh, I'm gonna have to unfortunately hop off a little early from the uh, from the the broadcast. <laughs> I, like, I These... think I think Connor might be dead. <laughs> I, 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 Are you okay, buddy? Well, oh, Lord. Yeah, he's he's really that's right. Me. You were taking, you were taking uh, fucking man. edibles. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> the edibles are dangerous. Feel better, Connor. Drink water. Uh, anyway. I, I, I'm, I'll be all right. I'm just uh, – it's the allergies and the allergy. It's okay. We, we only um, really have the Disney sure, stuff to talk about, and there's not too much there either, <laughs> let me say. But that's okay. I mean uh, we can continue talking AEW for a little bit if you guys still have gas in it. Yourselves. I do. All right, you guys have a good night. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, Connor, survive. Stay strong, Connor. I'll try. I have given. I watched the show, and I flip back and forth to see what's going on on AEW because I don't want people telling me, "Well, you don't watch." That's not true. I do. I keep up with it. But I'm not going to sit here and say that it is one of my favorite shows in the world to watch because yeah. it is god awful booked. Tony Khan is a control is a is as big. A, I'm going to say this when it comes to the the booking and stuff, he is as big of a control freak. This is why Vince is was the way he was. Yeah, is because of shit like this. He's like, well, I don't yeah, want because this to because we are a publicly traded company, yes, AEW is not a publicly traded company. But see, AEW would not be publicly traded. It would be—I don't know—is their company is the cons company publicly traded? Because if it is, then they are a publicly traded company. If they are, it falls under that mantra. If they are a publicly uh, traded company, I don't think it is. There ain't no fucking board of directors that are gonna stand for the way that company's run. Well, that's well, why Warner Brothers Discovery is keeping an eye on them because the if it gets out of control, they're going to put the hammer down. Well, they wouldn't even invest in it. I, I, well, it's a, it's a bad investment. Um, 
I completely agree with what JP said because the way that Vince ran, ran the company, yes, everybody assumed he was an asshole. But when you run a business, especially a business like this where you are dealing with massive amounts of ego on a daily basis, you have to put the fucking foot down. Like, you have to have the hammer and fucking nail that shit to the wall because otherwise it gets like this. They get out of control. They start thinking that they can tell the boss what to do. I've seen it happen in workplaces before because I've had managers that were like pushovers, you know, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're being told what to do when they're the fucking one supposed, supposed to be in charge. I mean, this, this, it's not it's not publicly traded because it wouldn't who in the fucking right mind would invest in it and who, who would buy like I look at it, it's a part of business like 101 to not do what AEW has done with leadership. You don't right. make the talent oh, the leaders. You just don't. Eventually, if they want to transition to that role, then that's fine. But you don't have them pull double duty because one job is enough for most people. And right. especially if well, like that job that, entails but... making themselves more important than the company, which is very possible. I was possible. just going to say that. I was just going to say that because, like, you saw it happen with AEW where uh, – take the Young Bucks, for example. They're VPs of the company, but yet they're consistently in title matches all the fucking time. We, we For, like, months on fucking end, all we saw was the Young Bucks competing for a championship despite the fact that um, – I forget what the fuck their names were. They came over from AEW, but they actually held the number one contenders – spot for like ever but yet the young bucks were constantly getting that fucking title shot against jungle boy and luchasaurus are you talking about ftr FTR. yes thank you my brain listen my stomach hurts my brain is not there (laughs) so that's another point with aew people are sitting there like well just and this is why aew to me sucks because they had tony storm who is the interim aew women's world champion now they had her in a uh, fatal four-way. No, they had her in a fucking regular wrestling match with Penelope Ford, and somebody said it was a contenders match. No, oh. which is fucking like, how can it be? A, it's so well, dumb. I mean, because I guess it could have been a contenders really match if, if it was. Uh, why would you beat your newly crowned champion immediately just to have a title shot? Where Where is your number one contender? Where is this ranking system that you fucking you know, have? It, it, yeah. Honestly, and have you haven't followed through on in I don't know three years? Honestly, the only time we followed through on it with was when Kenny Omega and fucking Adam Page had their fucking match. You well, know what? He also said. You know what AEW reminds me of? It it reminds me of back when I was in my teenage years trying to like fantasy book wrestling. Everything is blood. Everything is uh, more violent than it needs to be. Everything is weapons and everything is immediate payoff. And you really, you really can't do that and expect to have a wrestling company around for more than a year or two. Like eventually, it's like I've seen it, done it. Don't want to do it so again. The, yep. The problem, and and Aaron's like, and Gina agreed with him. The problem with the Young Bucks is they are the Rockers. 
Yep, I, that's what I just said. I said that they have always been they, the they Rockers are, slash the Hardy Boys. Yep, there, there are a couple the of Dolph Zigglers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like they took all of the fucking, like, all of those tag teams that were kind of of that style of, like, the edginess and stuff. They took all of them and they mashed them together. Yeah. But they, they yeah, didn't... Tra- people are telling me they transcended. They transcended what? Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> are no, literally... No, they did trans... Sorry. Go ahead, go, go ahead, Gina. Go ahead, I, I was going to say, they, they did transcend wrestling in ROH. No, like, the tag team division in ROH, and even... They even, were a very good I, mean, I would argue, addition, a, I would argue even a little bit... Though. Hold on. I would argue a little bit... Not even, No, no. you know what? I'm not even going to argue that. ROH is where they were, like, the transcenders, if you want to say it, if anywhere. Do you want to know why? They, know they why? were the best fucking tag team there. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? What is that? Because they were booked. They didn't book themselves. Exactly. You know, so like, yeah, they were fucking the rocker wannabes. But they, that was like I said it before that that was like the pinnacle of their career was when they were in ROH and, and even New Japan back in like 2016, 17, right in that area, because that's where their main popularity was. I literally, but as soon as they watched, left that, I literally watched a Ring of Honor pay-per-view and I can't remember but I live streamed it. I, I did a review on it. It's the only one that I ever did a review of. And I think it was... It was the one where the, Tessa won the uh, X Division. No, no, no. The Young Bucks is before she... She was still in WWE. Oh, you were with that. Okay. So the Young Bucks wrestled, and I can't remember who it was, but they all four did a fucking drop kick at the same fucking time. Oh, God. Don't get me started. Oh, I, rem- I, I, remember, I remember that. I remember that pay-per-view. And I look, I literally finished match. It was a good wrestling match, but then they, I literally shit on the thing because then they they lost me. They lost me when they all four drop kicked each other and just hit air. Yeah, like, and then they, they and they stayed lot, down for a in, while for some reason. Yeah, and then they started doing that a lot, and especially in like New Japan with their pay per views, you would see it a lot where they would like fucking all yeah. drop kick each other at the same time, and they, they you could tell that none of them actually connected, but yet they're all four down. Like what the fuck? You, you know what they are? It's like they're a cover band for better <laughs> yes. for better people that came before. Whatever it would be called in wrestling terms, that's exactly what they are—a cover band for Shawn Michaels. Yep. Wise had to say this when uh, Tony Moore proved how Tony Khan said he gives he gives CM Punk eight minutes in the ring to vacate his title or to do an interim title thing, but then uh, Thunder Rosa only has two minutes to give up her title on the back. He goes, "Oh, nobody wants to see her. They want to see Punk." It's like, "Fuck you, Khan." You can get it. Khan does say he. he That's how you really feel, Chuck. He, the, he, he's just a kid, man. Like he's dumb as shit. I'm sorry, oh, Tony Khan. I mean, yeah, he, yeah here's, he nailed here's, it. Okay, here's the Sorry. other thing. I am waiting for his dad to finally put his foot down. I'm not giving you any more money I, unless... Well, it's, it's, he does have his... Tony Khan has his own money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's the, he's, a, he's the numbers guy for the, the Jaguars. Jaguars. So he's mm-hmm. the one that crunches all the numbers for the salary cap. Okay. He's the he does all of the numbers for his dad. He's a math math guy. He's huge into math. So couldn't he, tell that at all by looking at him. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> he Wendy's copying me because I'm sitting here trying to 
That's what happens when I'm trying to lay down what I'm trying to say. I sit here and pat the. Um, he he. His dad needs to. His dad actually owns the fucking company. Tony Khan yeah. doesn't own shit. I just looked it up. I just looked it up. His dad owns the company. Yeah. Tony Khan does not own the company, and. He needs to actually step up and say, if this shit's going to go Jesus on, Christ, Trek. if this shit's going to go on, we're not doing this anymore because you're going to ruin me as a businessman because you have no control over the people that you're that I put you in charge of. Now, he is the general manager. He may very well get fired if he's not careful. That's all I'm going to say. That's why, one why did you say that, Gina? Uh, I don't know. I just something popped up on Discord and I saw the fucking oh, Chris Benoit thing. Yeah, uh, one of my friends sent that to me. He's being funny. I that was like, holy funny. shit. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> in, in the end, um, um I, I, say this, when like, I first heard about when like I first heard about Hager the fight. Was juiced up and auditioned for a Terminator movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. When I first heard about the fight, I thought it was a kayfabe news article because you know what's bad when Ace Steel is fighting people. Who the fuck is H. Steel? He's CM Punk's buddy who trained him. Well, he was a producer. I, I yeah, he was. He's fired now. But is he? He got suspended. Nobody You're said saying he's, he's fired, fired now. I heard who, who said that? He's fired. Nope. He's been suspended. Well, Nobody's be been fired, fired yet. Fired, suspended. It doesn't matter. Move on. The, the <laughs> man needs a, oh, Henry. And then the. The smartest person in the whole thing was uh, Hangman Page because he left after his match. He was allowed to go home. He's like, I ain't deal with this shit. I'm going home. I'm not in this, in this either. Well, and I do want to point that out. What's that? Because he's the one that's, that started this whole fucking thing. Now, I will say this. When <laughs> She's copying me. When CM Punk <laughs> comes out... And fucking says, I don't like it when, you know, you do this and that or you uh, drop a pipe bomb on personal shit. It's like, really, dude? You I'll do it all the black. time. You did it on your fucking debut promo to AEW. You shit yep. all over WWE bringing up the fucking doctor that misdiagnosed you. You know, like. Yeah. Shut he's the fuck a, up, he's a hypocritic you can't, you can't handle it. You shouldn't be in the fucking business. Get the fuck out. And he wasn't in it's the business for that exact reason. Yeah. And he decided to try it's to okay fight when for real. He does it. Turned into a lesbian and got his ass beat. It's but okay you know when what? he does Don't... it, but it's not okay when somebody gives it back to him, so he can't take it, but he can dish it out. You know he's what, a... though? I, I don't... I don't blame Hangman whatsoever for fucking leaving as soon as his match was over, because he's... <laughs> Hangman has yeah. never really fit fit into this company. Like Hangman, Hangman should have taken fucking Triple H's Hangman offer. is going to be much better off in WWE. Yeah, in WWE, yes, yeah. he would go much further. But like, he will ever And he just sorry. I was just going to say I agree one hundred percent. I said this. The problem is, is I don't think he's ever going to leave Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I and until he, he does, he's going to just be. Other guy. I, I, I think agree. He, I think he's he gonna will. be. He's gonna be drowned. He's gonna, with be, them, he's but, gonna um, be their groupie. They, a huge opportunity. Cause I've said it. I said he was it 
with that company. He is the guy that they should build the roster around. Not CM yep. Punk, not Brian Danielson, not Kenny no. Omega, not the Young that, Bucks, they, not even fucking Cody Rhodes. They, they not couldn't, Jericho either. They couldn't not, not WCW Jericho either. Themselves. Well, here's the thing. They started... Wrong. Here's the thing. They started... Do, they started doing that, and then the fucking pandemic hit, and then the the storyline that Hangman had at the time that was like working with the fans, which was like the the fun loving guy, <laughs> you know, guy. taking every yeah, taking everybody's beer, things like that. It was working with the fans, and and it was pushing him up, and then the pandemic hit, and suddenly that 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 character did it it wouldn't work anymore because the fans are fucking gone, and and then it's they're sitting there like fuck. Now what do we do with them? Because this whole character has to be rewritten. But they should have had to do that to begin with because Hangman had a good character to begin with. When he was in New Japan, his character was just himself. So, so, yeah. so they started well, with Jericho. Himself. He is himself here, but I don't think the American audience gets it. He's, been, no, it, he's it, himself it, here it, now. I'm talking about back when the pandemic hit when they had him playing that drunk th- guy. Th- this the is problem. what happened with AEW. They started with Jericho. As the champ. Mm. And we were like, okay, I can see why they would choose somebody that's established a big name. Then it was time to build new prospects, and they didn't because whatever they put in whatever reason, pandemic, anything else. Um, then it went to, uh, I, I don't know if it was Morrison, uh, or sorry, Boxley, or. Um, Wait. It was Moxley, then Kenny Omega, then back to Moxley, Mox. right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No, yeah. wasn't it? No. Because didn't he take title off Kenny Omega? No, Kenny no. took it off him. He stole it from that. Yeah, that Mo- Moxley. Thing. I thought Moxley it was Moxley. Beat Moxley beat Jericho at the very first double or, or double or nothing. So Correct. first mistake, going from Jericho to Moxley. doing the boat collector stuff. Moxley isn't a talent that... At that point in time, like th- th- you got two now champions that aren't really known for AEW. Yep. And I, I forgive See, the Jericho the one. I do not forgive the Moxley one. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I loved AEW for a long time, and then I kind of started falling off of it because, like, the storylines just got like a little off, like nothing made sense. So I kind of started falling off of it. But, you know, now with with all of this drama and shit that's happening, it doesn't make me like the, you would think that it would make me want to watch more. It doesn't. It drives me further away from the company because it just proves that they are not under good management. Like you can't get behind a company when you know that their management is fucking stupid. Remember when I said AEW is no more than WCW. Do you see now why well, I said what I said? I, 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 and, I do. And, I and, do. And, and what I'm getting to is they followed that to a T with who they keep putting in. Like a, a new hot commodity comes out, whether they're fucking past their prime or not. Not only are we picking you up, we're making you champion. Like the Kenny Omega run was a mistake because the guy has the charisma of a fucking paper bag. Well, the story that they had going with Kenny Omega and and Adam Hangman Page was good. Yeah, it was was okay. It was good, but they kept doing it and kept doing it, and he kept losing. Kenny Omega kept beating him and kept beating him and kept beating him. It's like 
and then anymore. The one time that he wins it, he shouldn't have won it. I'm sorry. Hey, hey yeah. man, Page, and I think when they put the title on him, what did I said it. His run's going to be shit because what's going to happen after he wins the fucking title? Yeah. Once, 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 once he wins the title, momentum's gone. What do you do? What do you do, what do, you do with him? Well, and, yep. well, and you know the the thing is, is there was no momentum when he won the title because rumor had already started spreading that Kenny Omega was going to have to go out because he had bad knees. You know, so it was it, it took away it, from Hangman winning the title from him because you knew that the only reason why they fucking let him win that title was because Kenny had to go. This is also a problem that exists that they made because they're so on the pulse of the internet and social uh, media that anything that happens that is a real concern, like Kenny Omega's knees, is known by all their fucking fan base. So good luck yep. surprising mm-hmm. people well, when you fucking the cat's out of the bag. Well, and here's the thing, you know, Kenny Omega. There's a huge difference between Kenny Omega now and Kenny Omega back in like 2017 and prior. You know, I'd say 2017 because that's when his like whole rivalry with Okada started. And Kenny Omega's in my dumb as in shit, my opinion. In my that's opinion. like. Well, in my opinion, that is like where Kenny Omega was like at his prime was when he was facing off. The guy is a dumb motherfucker. Here's the thing. What I'm getting at is everybody was excited when Kenny Omega signed with AEW because like, oh, Kenny Omega's coming to me. Just hear me out. I know you weren't. You were like, hey, WWE, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Was I wrong? Most people... (laughs) Most people were excited when Kenny Omega signed with AEW. Just simply, they would have been excited with WWE either way, but they they wanted to see Kenny Omega in America, right? But the problem with that is Kenny Omega would have been great in America if he was wrestling the way that he was in 2017. But he's been injured several fucking times, so he can no longer wrestle like that anymore. So you take his wrestling away from him, and his, his whole gimmick... Thing and like his just his overall character worked in New Japan because like his weirdness over there was ex- like widely accepted over there and he fit into the culture because he could speak Japanese blah 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 so like his weirdness was perfectly okay in New Japan but if you throw that like awkwardness and that weirdness on the mic in America it is not going to be as widely accepted. And when you take his wrestling away from him, then what do you have left? You can't, you can't put the weight of the company on his mic attitude, like his character. There's just, it's, there's just not enough there. Right. In all honesty, like yeah. I compare him all the time in ring to AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles is better in ring personally. Than Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega had uh, maybe yeah. the best run of two years uh, in wrestling that I've ever seen in terms of in-ring competitor. But if you stretch it over how long they've been wrestling, AJ Styles is the better one. And he's better on the mic. And AJ Styles isn't the fucking whiz on the mic. He, but he at least understands what a character is in acting. And Kenny Omega is just... So, he just uh, He's not supposed to be in front of cameras. See, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I, it I, doesn't, I, doesn't work. I personally think, personally think for Kenny Omega, it was a huge mistake to leave New Japan because that's where he was a star. That's where his spotlight was. I mean, yeah, I could I have seen that. him. I, 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 
I could see him having a strong couple year run in WWE and then disappearing. No, because he has no mic skills. That's okay for a couple year run. Is it? For a couple year run, it's fine. It's fine, but I don't see him have like th- th- my idea. Always was go to WWE, make a name for yourself. People will get behind your wrestling before your wrestling is gone. But like that's the thing, <sighs> you and then go back to AEW a year later. He I didn't end up wrestling like for a fucking year, year anyway. Hold on. I think I think the people if he were to go to WWE, I think he might have improved his promo skills too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and even if he would have gone to WWE for like a year, and I know basement you had like a huge argument for this, which I never could really disagree with you. Imagine if he would have fucking showed up at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's yeah, find perfect. out he signs find out he signs Dude, a year contract. I'm going to tell you right now, because I was watching wrestling before any of you, a lot of people said the same shit about AJ Styles. When he got to AE, when he got to, excuse me, when he got to WWE, he shined. Oh, because yeah. He, like, he, he, he literally, his mic skills were, his mic skills are okay, but if you give him the mic, he can handle himself. Mm-hmm. If you look well, at I the feud that him and Samoa Joe had, I mean, th- think about it this way: yeah. it, 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 Kenny Omega sent a two-year contract. AEW is not really going to get off their feet in the first two years anyway. Then, yeah. when you bring him back to AEW, if he comes back, then it's a huge bonus for them. If he doesn't, then he's in a good place with WWE. But I would have done it, run an NXT for half a year to eight months to even a year, and then I would have bumped him up to the main roster. And that's or or you could have just if it's a one if it's a one year contract, main roster immediately. Immediately, yep. and then like he should, like if he would have debuted at okay, I remember when AJ Styles debuted in WWE at the Royal Rumble. I had no fucking idea who the hell he was. Yes, I did watch WWE back at the time when he was like with the company before, but I I didn't fucking remember him because he was like a nobody back then. Yeah, he was nothing um, more than a jobber, right? And uh, when he debuted, everybody like was freaking out, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Because I, at that time, I didn't watch New Japan. But he was bigger. He was big before New Japan. Yeah, because he was in ROH and TNA. Yeah. He was yeah. TNA. Pack, that's yep. what it was. Right, but like I didn't watch TNA, so I I had no fucking idea who the hell he was. I was like, who the hell is this guy? But then as soon as he came down to the ring and I started watching him wrestle, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I knew immediately that he he was like he was there to fucking stay, and he his belonged mic there. Skills, his mic skills weren't great. But his in-ring was so good that it mm-hmm. made up for his mic skills. Honestly, yeah, like, AJ, Styles. AJ Styles can have a match with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest I, mistake. I will tell you. Sorry, Basement, go ahead. Biggest mistake in wrestling is Kenny Omega not going to WWE. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I will tell you right now. As in far the as last, AJ like, Styles, five, ten years or whatever. As far as AJ Styles is concerned the best match that I have ever seen, which I was lucky enough to fucking see live, was AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Yep, and that was a mistake. And that was a uh, last minute. It, it, because phenomenal. Roman, because uh, Roman and Bray got sick. Yeah, but like, it was fucking phenomenal, and it wasn't supposed to happen, and and yes, I I, I have a little bit of bias because I was there live when it <laughs> happened, but I watched it again when I got home, 
and it was just as fucking good as when I was there. It was a damn you know, good match. It was a fucking <laughs> great match. This is the thing with AJ Styles, the Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Another one. I mean, this is the thing with AJ Styles, and and it it doesn't matter where he's at. He makes it work. He, and he makes, makes it, it work. look fantastic. Like AJ Styles, mm-hmm. the literally he told that story of about about that match. He was on a flight, and they were in Argentina, yeah. I think. And yeah. he, he had he had only gotten two hours of sleep prior to that match. Yeah, because he was on a plane. He had to literally fly directly to Minneapolis from Argentina. Well, obviously they had to stop for gas, but it was a pretty much direct flight. And uh, yeah, he he paid the price for it. But that match, you would have never fucking guessed that he was sleep sleep deprived. Man, AJ Styles yeah, could yeah, wrestle it a, a fucking. Match. It wasn't a five star match, but it 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 was good. The, was the, good the thing is, AJ Styles can wrestle a fucking like dummy and have the mm-hmm. match be pretty good. Oh god, like, the, the guy he said dummy, and I immediately went fucking Kota Ibushi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the guy just it's. He's what people should strive to be in ring. And I'm not yeah. saying moveset or anything. Just how he ex- how he he puts his touch on all the moves that he does. Make it mm-hmm. like make certain moves his own. Like a phenomenal forearm that like crank back. Everything that he does has his own personal touch to it. So yeah. you can definitely see him in his wrestling. Cool. And, and this goes for all the best in ring talent. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, Jurgen. Uh, that was not one of my favorites. Uh, it, it was the thing oh, is, media? I felt like the idea of it was well overshadowed the execution of it. They did it because of the rivalry that them two have, the past that they have. So everybody sitting but here, they didn't, doesn't, they didn't doesn't let him go. It. They didn't let him go, uh, and it was blatantly obvious. But I match. get that. The reason that that match happened is well, the reason that they didn't let them go is that they didn't want them to overshadow Roman Reigns and yeah. fucking Brock Lesnar. And, and that's, that's I hate that. That's the driving point. One of the biggest driving points behind me not watching when they. I I, I was I agree. Oh. That's what one of the things that drove me away from WWE. They don't do that anymore. Right when they curtail but, but wrestlers is, to make other wrestlers look better that yeah. aren't better. It's like but, but I'd like, rather just see what... like multiple matches that are good than make this match that should be good shit so that I'm going to appreciate yeah. the guy you're pushing. I don't. It was, it's so blatantly obvious. I was really fucking upset. A lot of the mid card matches are better than the main event. I was <laughs> really fucking upset when that Shinsuke and AJ Styles match happened because you could blatantly tell like basement said that they were holding them back and that that because i had watched shinsuke versus aj in new japan right before that match and the two matches were just and that night was and fucking day. Ten. well they completely yes, and it was hurt shinsuke if you want to see a good shinsuke versus aj match go watch wrestle kingdom 10 yes i'm, I'm gonna say uh wwe uh shinsuke is a good example of as soon as you limit what they do in ring you really hurt mm-hmm. really hurt the fucking character well, now that Vince is gone I think Triple H is letting them do their thing I mean why, yeah. why like strong style my... just please god because without it he's not very good 
One of my favorite fucking Shinsuke matches, and I said it in the chat, Basement actually told me to watch this match years ago. And it was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn in fucking match. NXT. And I it was takeover. phenomenal. Was that, it wasn't just the match, it was the... It, the atmosphere and everything. The atmosphere, and, and Sami Zayn, who did the... Uh, thing with stone cold the broken skulls they talked about oh that. shit jergen was there he said for that that's part of the fucking okay so wrestle kingdom 10 or was he there for oh were you at the wwe or wrestle kingdom 10 because if you're WWE. at wrestle kingdom 10 i'm gonna be so jealous <laughs> be deadly. but uh i will say that yeah. like there was an era in time where wrestling was perfect past the point of that era and it existed in nxt for two years well, you know what? And and the the great thing about that was at the time, at that time when NXT was great, you also had fucking ROH and New Japan doing their thing. So there was great wrestling happening over happening over in Japan. It was just a really it was a good the, time the for is, wrestling. New Japan well, always like was the Wrestle Kingdom time. New Japan was oh god deadly. New Japan oh, was oh my god I'm so jealous. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. New, New Japan was always. You could almost count on it for good in-ring wrestling. NXT had everything working for it. In-ring, out-of-ring, commentary. It was like the perfect storm. And it didn't last long enough. Sami Zayn's actually... They're doing a pretty good job with him right now. I just don't... Sami Zayn, some of the shit that he said... Booty the booty. I just... Um, Ray Rollins in the chat. Uh, booty to um, booty. Rollins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he uh, said I, we were talking about that the other night. We were talking about when TNA was at its prime is when they had AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Christian Cage, <laughs> Jeff Hardy when he wasn't fucking high. Here's the, okay, uh, so here's the <laughs> thing. I tuned into TNA like w- right after they first started, and they had that like fucking octagon looking ring, okay. and I was like, what That's the fuck what is made this them shit? Different though. That's what made them different. But yep. see, for As... for me, because it because I grew up watching WWE, it was too different for me, and I was like, okay, I don't like this at all. Um, so I, I didn't watch it for a long time. But then the next time that I tuned in, just so happened to be the night that Jeff Hardy came out fucking blitzed out of his mind, and that yeah. was like the, literally the first fucking thing that I saw when I turned it on, and I'm like. What the fuck is this shit? Like, what kind of company is this? Victory Rose, is that the one? I don't know. I only know is it was on my TV and I turned oh, it on. And... He came out high. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he came out yeah, super yeah. blessed. I think it was Pretty. Bound for Glory. I think. No, it's Victory Road. Victory Road. Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be. It was supposed to be a big, and that's probably right when they were going to take off and actually be able to compete with WWE. Because I said it. I said. The problem with TNA is they got hot at the wrong time. Yep. They were really good at the wrong time because nobody was watching them. And nobody wanted to give them a TV deal because they had WWE. So why worry about it? But. All right. It was, I it was, am personally wrestled out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we have strayed far from the point, but we have uh, <laughs> done our job covering it as much as possible. AEW? Shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah, shame. Where's my mouth? Shame. shame. I just, <laughs> uh, the final thing that I say, I will say is I 
told everybody this shit yep. was going to fucking happen if he brought back CM Punk. He was going to fuck become fucking become a fucking problem because he thinks he is the end all be all of every fucking wrestler that has ever fucking lived. And Triple H even said it. Triple H literally said to him in that promo, in a promo, he says, you just think you're better than everybody else. You think you're the only reason that wrestling exists. Uh, Mr. Midcard is what I call him. At a different note, I have a drinking game idea for you guys. Oh, God. Already dead. Anytime that JP says, what did I tell you? Or what did I say? <laughs> or I said. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? I'm just saying. Oh, you're right. not I mean, wrong. I well, when, pick on you. When, when you say everything, you're right sometimes. <laughs> 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 I was, like, sitting here thinking today. Because I, I know it's just, like, you brought up very good points. I'm not trying to bring down your points at all. But no, I'm not. But every time he's like, what did I say? Or I said, and I'm like, God, this would be a really fucked up drinking game. Everybody would be blitzed out of their goddamn mind. <laughs> now, now this is, is a huge bag. It's going to be a you. struggle for me because we have another point, but I, I can't see. Why can't you I'm see? I'm blind. <laughs> there we go. All right. So uh, <laughs> Disney D twenty three, the D twenty three Expo happened, um, and Disney uh, released a bunch of information for future projects. Uh, that includes Marvel and Star Wars, and uh, the reimagining of old Disney classics in live action. Um, so. <sighs> There goes JP. Uh, I, I guess the first thing on the like from everything like Connor was talking about this a lot in the week, and he's like, "I'm looking forward to this expo." I the information given was like a wet fart. Because <laughs> most of it was put out in the San Diego Comic Con. So yep, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, we got a we got a teaser trailer for Secret Wars, where I think the cast is good. As for the movie, Mar- Marvel has Our Secret Invasion. Man, Marvel, me and Marvel are in like an abusive relationship. Oh. Yes, oh, yeah, it, it's definitely a love hate relationship that you and Connor have with Marvel. I mean, you can uh, for sure. Question. question. Did anybody watch the new Thor movie? No. I'm going to be watching it tomorrow. It is fucking hilarious. I'm just going to tell you that right sure now. It like, is. It is sure it is. Legit hilarious. I'll judge for myself. It's, it's like, it's, it's really funny. But <laughs> it becomes nothing but a joke fest. I will shit all over it. It's, 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 a, it's not, going to be that, not, I feel. It's not. Like the, the, um, no, it's not. Because, like, in my opinion, where the comedy is placed, it's placed in the right spots to where it doesn't take away from the action of the movie. But I watched it last night, and, yeah, Bella and I, we were we were freaking laughing our butts off. For my like my question is, is Thor a complete joke of a character? No. Okay, that's the we'll most see. important thing. And we get to see Thor's ass in the movie, so it's fucking hello, man. Yeah, this is this is this is the ongoing problem I have with Disney. They seem to be fighting a fight with their own identity that they're also uh, like the the perpetrators of. It's like don't treat women as objects. However, 
Have you seen Thor's ass? <laughs> well, it, it, well, you, you have to watch it because, like, what they do, it's it's really funny what they do, and then they, they actually like after I can't say what they do, but after the fact, they're like let like let's reveal everybody else, and then they're like nope, nope, and then I can't tell you what they do, but like they they kind of threaten to do it to the girls too, but then the, the girls are like nope, and like <laughs> they stand up and that you know they reveal their armor, whatever, but. It's it's a comedic spot. So if so, for me with live action stuff with Disney, and I think I've stated this before, it's as terrible. long as you stay true to the story, which they never do, which yeah, they I mean, never. It's do. like why even attempt to do something you know isn't going to be as good as the I, original. I mean, okay, so so just redo Mermaid, it with better. Little Mermaid trailer came out. Animation. There's nothing wrong with the animation. I get it. I, the only thing I want is like stuff like Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast and Snow White. I don't mind them redoing live action. Lion King even. Stay true no. to the story. Stay true to the story, though. Hey, I don't, I don't care the if they redo I, anything. I have the choice not to watch my, it. If I, this is my argument. I do not mind if they redo, like, Beauty and the Beast was good. Um, you know, mm. they redid The Little Mermaid. Well, Beauty and the Beast was okay. But they yeah. redid The Little Mermaid. You know, that they're going to, like, any kind of, like, human type of Disney story like that, I'm fine with. But However, none of them they, are, like, when they did, hold on. pure, pure when, human. When they did the the... And live action animation redo of the Lion King was the worst fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. It was so bad. You guys, it was so bad that my kids that I already have with them remaking the mermaid and kind of, you could see it with the Lion King is they make it look dark and dank. But if you look at the little mermaid, the cartoon, I get it's underwater. It's under the sea. But does it have to does it have to be dark? It's downwards wetter. Where I can't see what yeah. the fuck I'm looking at. Downwards Because well, if that's the case, okay. just give me a black fucking black fucking screen and people talking. <laughs> what I was trying to say about the Lion King, the Lion the Lion King, the new Lion King was so fucking bad that my kids at the time, my kids were like not. Like, wait, okay. to, so my my question okay. is, well, Mister 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 Cut Off. Fuck John, go, ahead. go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. But I no, what I was gonna say, my kids were like ten and two at the time, or something like that, and it was so fucking bad that my kids turned that movie off two minutes into the movie because the animation at the start of the movie when Simba was born was so fucking bad. And even my kids couldn't get behind it. So my question is, did they stay true to the story? I don't know. I never fucking watched the rest of it because it was that bad. The animation, like the, like the CGI effects was that fucking bad that I didn't, I never even tried to rewatch it. Here's the problem. Now, I'm just going to tell you this. You know who directed that movie? Who? John Favreau. I don't know who that That's is. That's fine. He's, He's the director, director, of, the director of the Mandalorian, director of fucking Iron Man. Director That's fine, but like, uh, honestly, I wouldn't put it on the director or anything like that. I would put it on the people that were handling the CGI effects. Everything in that movie was his idea. 
Okay, well, then so he, then he's not as good as you think he is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the I can re- with the basement. <laughs> the, the real problem is they don't understand that the soul of the animation movies are in more than just the story. It's the yes. presentation. It's the over animated um, look of like the of Simba, of Mufasa. It's the way that they're portrayed. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can't capture with this weird CGI live action shit. You just can't. Agreed. And the Agreed. color grading is super important to the old uh, mm-hmm. Disney films. They have failed on all things. Yeah, they might keep the story there, but without everything right. else, it's garbage. I, I agree. I, I was just I mean, asking that. That's, that's, that's what I that's what I pinpointed with the Little Mermaid, and a lot oh, of people are gonna okay, be like, so, "Oh my God, Little Mermaid's black." Nobody cares. I don't care. I really oh, don't I care so, at all if the Little Mermaid no, was of any know. color. But like the problem is, this film is lacking color all around. This is where you have to have creativity with how you're making the CGI look. Make the film beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's about a fucking mermaid. So. Anybody that's going to fight against that and say, hey, this is not what the sea looks like. It's a fucking Disney movie about a mermaid that falls in love with a fucking human. And a crab talks to her, who's also Jamaican. Okay, hold on. But, like, have we we found out, is Sebastian actually going to be in this movie? He's going to be a crab. Like a regular it's crab. I did see, I did see Flounder following her when she was going. Okay, it's going to be like, terrible. It's going to be terrible because that was going to no be like a huge get. thing for me because, like, I know last night or the night before, whenever it was, that there was talk that like we didn't know whether Sebastian was going to be in the movie. And I'm like, if you remove Sebastian from the movie, then you are removing a huge chunk of the storyline because well, like Sebastian is the one that follows her, follows her to the fucking castle well, and everything they, else. They, they did this with Mulan. They they removed Mushu or whatever the fuck his name is the little dragon. Yeah, I was really I was really really upset about that. Like I, Mulan the movie, it was okay. It was okay, but it would have been so much fucking better with Mushu. They did with Aladdin too. They took out the tiger. It, it, it's such a stupid idea. Oh, they didn't. Just, well, they really had them taken out. Well, they had to put them back in because the fans got pissed. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the, the thing is, with the tiger, tiger was in, at least, in there with Aladdin. The tiger was Sorry. such a small part of that movie that it didn't really matter. But like, yeah. when you have like such character-driven narrative, especially from like Sebastian and Flounder, mm-hmm. you can't do this live-action shit. You just can't. I'm sorry. It's just never going to work. Okay, it's so never going to work. You can't mesh I, those two things together. So I know Basement and I are probably going to disagree on this, but I actually enjoyed the uh, live-action version of Aladdin, and the reason why I did— I didn't watch it. What, oh, I thought— like, You were shitting all over it one night. I hate you. <laughs> I, I, I will the generally reason, show in any live-action Disney project that's killing the, the soul of what came before it. But the re- and I agree with that, but the reason why I and I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as like the original Aladdin, obviously, but I enjoyed it nonetheless— but it was because they made it fun and they made it vibrant and the CGI effects, yeah, they were bad, but they weren't horrible. But the other thing, but, is, but it, it, they had a people. lot of color in it. Yeah, they had a lot of color in it, and you know things like that, which made it fun to watch. But like the Little Mermaid, like you guys were saying, there's no color in it, so like. But it's, it's also kind of like Aladdin. Very muted. Aladdin is very much mostly Sorry? a story about people. 
there's a genie oh, right. and a. Uh, Which is like, why I think that live action should only be. Evil. This is why Lion King bring, failed. If they want to bring something that they have that's animated to live action, they should stick with Tangled, Brave, fucking. Another Cinderella remake. Oh, you could do uh, Lilo and Stitch. That's, the plan is to do Lilo and Stitch you next do, uh, two I mean, years. I think that could, that, that could work, but like, not like it's anything that's. And, and when you have like Little Mermaid, if you ask people what they remember, they remember the Little Mermaid the herself, the obviously. Colors. The vibrant colors. Right. But more than that, they remember Flounder, Sebastian, and fucking Octopus Queen. And the seagull. Or Ursula. And the seagull. Right. And, yeah. and none of those things are going to um, be done right. <laughs> and also the music know, didn't work for me. Say, I'm sorry. Like, in that I little trailer. Say, yeah, I, I did. Say, Here, let's... It's like the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Let's sing for fucking 45 minutes about it. And 12 warbles in there so that we just make the song just long enough. Yeah. In the but, movie's defense, so, we only saw a small portion of a trailer. We don't know if the whole movie is going to be lacking color like that or anything like that. Hopefully it's not. Remember when we played um, It Takes Two, Gina? And there yeah. was that segment of like yes. under the ground and vibrant colors? That's the type of coloring yep. I would have done in this movie. You've got so much to work Agreed. with under the sea. Uh, like the coral reefs, they do show a part of that with turtles and stuff. But uh, then it just... It, it, like she's in that like yeah don't where she keeps her baubles the things that she's stolen or gotten her treasure, in, cave, in her yeah. treasure cave and it's like dead I'm like okay <laughs> Ke- why is this so dark so it, I, I liken it to this some of like the older uh, uh, Disney movies like Blubber Flubber? Flubber, yeah. Flubber. Oh, I thought you Flubber. said Flubber. I thought you said Flubber. Yeah. Flubber. I thought you said Flubber. Uh, Flubber. Uh, is a Disney movie? Yeah, yep. but they all have a lot more color. Broomsticks. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Bed knobs and broomsticks, yep. Whatever. So anyways, her and her fucking goddamn I, My mother raised anyway, me Anyway, uh, um, what's another <laughs> one? What's another movie? Um, no, Gus. Flubber 2. Shrek, you remember Gus. It was the donkey that could kick field goals. You remember yep. that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete and his ma- and the Magic Dragon. Pete and the, ma- Pete the Magic Disney movie. Pete but Dragon, yeah. Disney has done live action, but re- and I do agree with Basement remaking live action movies that were cartoons, the beloved cartoons. Mm, please don't. Yeah. Like, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs could probably be remade into That's a live coming. action. It's been. It's fine. It's fine because there's not much in the way of animals. Animals. That's why I also brought up. The only problem is the only problem is is I won't watch it because it's got midgets in it. I mean, this this is where I know Hollywood doesn't care about actual movies and the art in movies. Um, Mm -hmm. If you look in the past and we watch, uh, I'd rather. If I had a kid, I'd rather show my kid the old animated Lion King or any of those way over the new shit. Um, I'd also rather them see a movie with practical effects for CGI. CGI immediately dates the movie you're making. It immediately Mm -hmm. makes it look fake. Give it 10 years, that movie's going to look fake as shit, and it will be unwatchable. Where you can go back in time and watch something like Alien or Predator, and that shit looks pretty fucking good even though it was made in the 70s. Yep. 
And nowadays it's like CGI it, CGI it. You look at fucking any of the new Marvel shit, and I like I have this gif up of Infinity War. That is the best looking Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, that is, that is them at their best point. But things since then, not so good, man. <laughs> they are going down a bad path of relying on CGI and re- making it look like fucking ass blood. And that's where I sit there and say that if they were going to do animal movie remakes from the cartoons, they should do it the way they did fucking the live action remake of uh, 101 Dalmatians. Just make yes. it look like arcane. Do do like a, a good a- animation style. Just do a better looking version of it animated. Why does it have to be live action? I'm saying with how they did 101 Dalmatians is you never actually saw the dogs talk. You just heard the dogs voiceovers as they were looking at each other. So you understood Mm -hmm. they were talking to each other as they do in the cartoons. I just don't agree with live action movies that are inherently full of (laughs) fantastical characters. Like it just doesn't work, man. Just, just, yeah. just do a better version with the new, the newer age of animation. I just, yeah, like I don't understand why they're not, they're focusing so much on live action when they're kids' movies, man. Like kids want to see. Who is Lion King movies. made for? They want, they like want the to see one. cartoons. <laughs> Lion King, the new one. Well, I get, like, I'm thinking in my mind. Who wants to see this fucking Wendy horrendous pile of shit? Oh, see, Bella, she's still to this day. She wants to watch is Peppa Pig and Baby Shark. That's it. Well, those are cartoons. Bella to this day, Bella to this day, she loves watching, like, the Disney cartoons, you know. There's some kids out there that do love that, but I can tell you, most of the kids today, they're like, well, this isn't fucking CGI. I mean, for Uh, fuck's sake, like, like, well, I don't know if I agree with that so much. I don't agree with that, really. Because, you know, you, you have, like, the, the, the old cartoons that were put the on Disney Plus that are actually that really fucking popular, like Tailspin, uh, uh, Darkwing Duck, like all of those. That's especially, um, Andy, what, it, what is it, Hue, Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah. Uh, the cartoons you want to watch today no. are the cartoons like Frozen. Actually, actually Yeah, but no. that, that's fine. Actually, like, hold on, no, because they actually did a demographic, and... After they put all of those old cartoon movies on Disney Plus, they had a lot of kids then that were watching them with their parents, and they were enjoying them. Yeah, explain to me why they're trying to do this other thing if they did those demographics. It's so much dumb because easier like it, to make. Not it's only that, and it's cheaper. Not only I don't know how that, cheaper but, it is, but it, you can produce it faster. But sure. if if you were to actually look at the movies that like a lot of the movies that are coming out now they're they're remakes like they're talking about remaking um dark queen duck they're talking about or they just remade chip and dale's rescue rangers they're talking about doing a remake of tailspin uh they're remaking all of these old movies well why would they be doing doing that if they weren't popular with the younger generation tailspin will never fully get remade because they because so many people cry about the racial supposedly racial undertones I mean, I, I oh, feel like I over it. when it comes down to uh, – uh, my argument was against live action. I would rather okay. see Lion King redone in 3D animation mm-hmm. than I would see it done with what looks like National Geographic footage but terrible. Yep, I, I agree. agree. 
Like, it, it's just like, who is that for? I just, I don't, God, man. The, the, the like, it, like I, it all always comes to my mind. It's the fucking Jurassic Park shit. You were more concerned also, with doing it than, uh, well, what the fuck? Uh, it, 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 uh, how to do it? Ah, fuck, I can't remember it now because my mind is broken. Oh my, God. <laughs> well, my mind is like drawing a complete blank. I said he, okay, so when my boyfriend was here, my boyfriend and my Bella and I, we watched for like a whole week straight, we watched this fucking show. My mind is not thinking of the Duck fucking Tales. name. Yes, thank you. That's it. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you. DuckTales, woo. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a cartoon, but I can almost freaking guarantee you that if they're going to redo it, if they're going to redo it, it needs to be done like Frozen and not live action. Great. I'm telling you right now, Disney has the, oh, the kids today, kids today, because Wendy has a friend. She's like, well, I don't like cartoons. Like, I mean, I I, that is literally like the first child that I've heard that you, says that. You, like, you can't. So enthralled with CGI. Well, you can't use that as a sample like, size. One kid I know is saying this, so the success. When taking that off of, and I don't know, I don't know them from Adam. <laughs> just saying. I'm telling you right now, I have seen kids, like, I have 30 fucking cousins, and they do not watch cartoons. Well, what's this? Well, this is... I think it all depends on... Well, I want to watch the other Lion King. I would say... I think it all depends on, like, what they're exposed to when they're young, because, like, my kids were exposed to, like, Disney movies and stuff, like the cartoon... (laughs) Like, my kids grew up watching the old Disney VHS movies, so they were exposed to those type of, of shows from the time that they were really little. So even to this day, my almost 20-year-old son has absolutely no problem sitting down and watching a, a Disney movie because he grew up on them. Yeah, that's why I'm with DuckTales. I have no problem watching DuckTales because that's how I grew up watching the chat. Love DuckTales. I watched DuckTales when I got done with school. You know what? Yep. I actually, I watched the new Chippendales. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. But I watched the new Chippendales Rescue Rangers movie, and it was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was half CGI, half cartoon. Yes. Right. But there's nothing like... uh, It actually works, because they they put it into the storyline. Yeah, they they, 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 talked about the CGI effects in the storyline. The art medium... I, the only thing I cared, like I said, the only thing I cared about is that it's not live action because the mm-hmm. the surprise, like the the way that the uh, lions and lion king look like people or can express like people, it's not going to be captured when you turn them into actual lions. You right. can't see us like they don't even look like actual lions at the fucking <laughs> original thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, really uh, it's so annoying, but that's not the only thing that happened at D23 at the Expo. Yep. Also talked about Marvel and what's to come with very little detail. They um, talked about one project more than the rest and showed more than the rest, uh, which is Secret Wars starring um, uh, fucking motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Jackson. Samuel Jackson with the beard and sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> Samuel Jackson with the beard. The cast, and it's not just him. There's a, a strong cast, but it's featuring like that whole the, the scrolls. scrolls and their invasion stuff. It, it's just the idea of this show 
the cast is more interesting than the idea for me. Is that the with Khaleesi? She's in that, yeah. I yeah. have a question. Mm-hmm. Has there been discussions of a Hercules movie being made? Yes. Uh, they, they did one with The Rock. No, they're no, the no, no, like a new one, one. Oh. like a, like a new one. That the new one? Yes, that's in the works. In MCU? Uh, I don't know if it'll be MCU, but I know they're talking about the Disney sure. anime one. There's a, listen, listen. There's a reason why I'm asking this, and because he's in Thor. I, that's all I'm gonna fucking say. He's not in <laughs> Thor. I can tell you that right now. He's not in it. I know he's, he's in not it. in it. So it's okay. He's not, yeah. He's not in it. He's at the end of it. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> he's not in it. He's at the end of it. <laughs> that means he's in no, it. No, <laughs> because you know at the end of the Marvel movies, that, like when when they're going through credits and then oh, the, the, the credits scenes, yeah, up, yeah, the the thing comes up for like the next movie that that they're planning on coming with. It's Hercules. <laughs> so like we just did uh, Shang Chi, and we're going to be doing Eternals oh, next. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. Good movie. I the Marvel Universe MCU is just. I have no idea what to expect from moment to moment. So, Morbius just came out on Netflix, right? And I attempted to watch that movie the other night. I am not going to do I that. was so fucking. I was genuinely so fucking confused that I ended up turning it off. That and I found out the new Cobra Kai season of Cobra Kai was out, so I went to watch that yep. instead. Um, the Thor thing, and yeah, but yeah, Morbius. I, I don't know, man. I, 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 Morbius they I, tried I, to blame it on it being a holiday weekend and all of that. bullshit. It, 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 that's it's why the, it's the Hollywood re release. Just yeah, the re release, which was Pe- trash. People don't like this because uh, they weren't available to see it. People don't like this because strong female people don't people like people don't like this because they're racist. Have, people don't like this because they're to, misogynist. It's like I have to rewatch it. Maybe it's because, shit. Like, I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I I was very distracted that night because Bella was still awake. So maybe I missed something huge in the storyline that I like that made that took me out of it because I didn't know. But from what I saw, not very impressed. No. I'm gonna tell you right now, Janet. You probably did not miss a damn. I heard it thing. Was <laughs> They edited the shit yeah. out of that thing. It, it didn't work. It, who cares? I mean, I, the, first of all, you, you can't look towards them for anything. <laughs> like at least with Marvel, every now, like every forty percent, they're good. Sixty percent, or like thirty percent, they're really, okay. And then there's that extra that's I was terrible. really surprised that like Marvel put their like backing on this because at the beginning of the movie it said in in collaboration with Marvel, mm-hmm. well, Marvel, okay. Marvel and characters, and an MCU character, right, so right, they have to do that, so they have uh, to. But I know Star Wars has revealed some things too. They did uh, by seeing the trailer, the new trailer for Mandalorian season three, baby. Good. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen some flashbacks, and if I think who's in it, this is going to build up to the Ahsoka series because Ahsoka good. was in season two. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian, literally the only good thing to come out of Star Wars in the last fucking. I think Ahsoka might be a good Ahsoka Bad Batch was good too, and um, I believe the tale of the Jedi that series that's coming out. 
as well next year is going to be good too. But you see how they've done like heavy focus on Disney Plus and not the theater because they literally shit the bed in the theater. Well, for this expo, yeah, because they revealed everything else that they're going to do in theater at Comic Con. Yep. Well, what are they doing in theater? As far as Star Wars, they're not doing anything in theater. Exactly, because they there shit is, the bed in theater. Right now, well, it, it's there are, there. there's already people being gathered for the Star Wars Acolyte movie. So there's going to be there's going to be more revealed. I can tell you right now because Star Wars does its own. I feel like they came at the gates blasting and had a limp dick, so they kind of like reeled it back in. <laughs> they're they're in like we need to repair our fan base movement because I I think like a lot of people didn't like the movies and some of the shows have been middling. Uh, Mandalorian, like I said, is the best thing. I think. Mm-hmm. I um, it, like I look at Obi Wan. And the Mandalorian's way better. Obi Wan was okay for me. Didn't blow my socks off. No, I, I get it, but I'm just saying they revealed and some stuff too. I didn't even care horrible. to see Boba Fett because <laughs> I don't. I like they're done with that. I, I just don't care about the character. Movie. The Boba Fett was just the everybody. The only thing that people wanted to see out of Boba Fett was. Did he survive the fucking Sarlacc pit? Well, That's yeah, it. That, yeah, I found that out in Mandalorian. <laughs> no, you found that out in Boba Fett. What? No, it means at the end of Mandalorian season two. Oh, no, no. I, Everybody wanted to know how. No, I'll, let me rephrase that. Everybody wanted to find out how he, how got he survived. survived. Oh, okay, yeah. He crawled out. He did. Oh, I didn't even did. watch the show. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's been in comics before they say he crawled out and stuff. I never actually finished season two, so spoilers. No, it's not a spoiler. That's in the very first episode. It's the very first episode yeah. of Fat. No, spoilers of Mandalorian season two. Well, hey, you know what? You had your time. True. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only reason that people wanted the Boba Fett series to happen was to see how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. They could have ended it. Yeah. Right after that, but I understand. They should have made it a Lego. I understand why. (laughs) I understand why they did what they. It was just linking that with with the Mandalorian. They they refused to leave. I know so little about Star Wars that I have no idea who this Boba Fett character is or how they connected. He was, uh, he was, he was the most dangerous bounty hunter to have ever lived in the Star Wars universe. So the Clone he, he, he's, Wars? Uh, so okay. He has a lot of he's fan base for doing he, nothing. Boba Fett is the son of Jango Fett, who, if you've seen Attack of the Clones... It's the clone. what they cloned all of Boba them. Boba Fett is just a clone. See, okay, but he flew around and died really that. fast. Seriously, no disrespect to any Star Wars fans. I get it. Like, you love your Star Wars. I get it. But this is the reason why I can't get behind Star Wars. Because it's one of those ones where, oh, well, you have to watch this movie. But then you have to turn around and you have to watch this. But then you have to watch this. You literally just said it, JP. You're like, if you ever watched Clone Wars. I'm just saying if you've seen Clone Wars. But they can be explained in two minutes. You don't need to watch the movie. To understand, the, the, the I don't problem. know. A lot of them, I'm like, I feel like I'm missing a big chunk of the storyline, and it's because it was in like fucking three movies ago. The the, the <laughs> problem with Star Star Wars is they have this 
huge universe, and the they're focusing on this. Yeah, it's like, hey, we've created this massive universe. Would you like to see this? And they focus right, and they refuse to leave it. They refuse to leave it. It's like, well, instead of telling a new story, how about we? Fill in the gaps that nobody gives a fuck about. How did they know how, know how to destroy the fucking Death Star? Let's make a movie. Well, do we really need it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm much more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. But uh, Star Trek is even <laughs> worse trouble than Star Wars. Star Trek explains absolutely fucking nothing to me. Uh, well, Star Trek. I like Star Trek. But Star like, Trek at its core. But you core, also have to remember, like I have. But I can literally I have, explain Star Wars to you in five minutes. Right, but like I have oh, more of a like, connection good. with Star Trek. I have more of a connection with Star Trek, but it's because of personal reasons. Like it was a show that like my next generation, my dad and I used to watch together all the time. So I have really fond memories. So I connect those fond memories to the show. But, uh, but I, Star, Star well, Trek. The only reason I watched Star Trek was because my grandfather liked it. Star but Trek is also God like that. God rest your soul, Grandpa. I actually hate Star Trek because I think Star Trek is the biggest waste of fucking time. Ever. I mean, Star Trek is the basis yeah. for everything you've seen in film since Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that they tackle on a week-to-week basis has been turned into a movie half the time. Unless it's like the complete ridiculousness yep. that Star Trek does. But like their storylines have transcended Star Trek, and Star Trek was also like more of a uh, series based on like hopeful uh, humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. instead oh, of what it's turned into, because I've seen some like snippets of the new Star Trek stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Mm. I, I, I also, think Star Trek the only one? fell the furthest of all of these things. Am I the only one that yeah. never put two and two together that Will Wheaton? Because like I, I first time I, I breathe, like remember Will Wheaton was Star Trek Next Generation. Yep. But am I the only one that never realized until like a couple years ago that? And, you know, looking back now, I can see, oh, shit, that it was him. But he was the main character in fucking Stand By Me? Yep. I, like, for some odd reason, my brain... You've never seen Stand By Me? Oh, my oh. God, hold on. You have never seen Stand By Me? Movie. movie night. The only Stephen King movie is that I actually enjoy. It is a great movie. You would like it. You would like it. I know. I, 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 I literally never connected the two together. You, it's it's blatantly obvious that yeah, like it's number, you like the number six six six. That says a lot. Of I, it's a, it's because Heather and I joke about that shit all the time. I mean, okay. my favorite number is number thirteen. What's what's the same here? Same here. It's always been a very lucky number for me, which is why I also love. Oh, my favorite number is zero. I don't have a favorite number because that's what that's what kids do. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. My favorite number. Maybe you choose good. That's what I get all the time. Let's rephrase this for basement sake because that's what kids do. My lucky number is number thirteen. I always have good luck when I use number thirteen. Same here. Or do you just perceive good luck when you use it and neglect bad or luck when it shows up? Or perhaps it's just good up? luck. Why, why are you, why are you taking Maybe my mojo Maybe I'm right talking Star Trek. Maybe I you're really taking my that. mojo. Like, hmm. what the fuck, man? Don't put your like, team in my mojo. Your, your, you, you get out of here with your fucking bad vibes. <laughs> All right. Goodbye.
if he leaves, then we're ending the show. Yeah. All right. But no, uh, I, I mean, I don't really have anything else for D23. I feel like Disney is going to kill themselves. They're going no, to eat themselves alive. They're going to make a billion dollars. But yeah, three. but like, I, I also feel like they keep. There's certain things that Disney is really hinged upon that are really divisive that might kind of hurt. The, they they can only like get away with certain things because they aren't worried about money as much as they probably should be. That's all I'm gonna say. Like when I when I see certain projects that are basically made by like a very vocal part of a political group. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I mean, uh, it all, I knew there was going to be a problem when George Lucas sold to Disney. I knew there was going to be a problem. And I knew that Disney was going to be, well, let's buy this and let's buy this and let's buy this. They own, they own ABC. They own ESPN. Um, so that's why you see a lot of the fucking agenda-driven bullshit. Well, I just wonder how long they're going to be able to agenda drive before they're, they're, well, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Yeah, it'll hurt them in the long run. But however, since they have a sports company underneath their belt, it's going to be a long while before that happens. Uh, but like, like you know, well, as, as soon as LeBron James is their fucking spokesperson, let's but, put it to you. Like, as soon as like the negatives start, because they're not, they're a smart business. As soon as the negatives in terms of finances start outweighing the positives in terms of finances, uh, there's going to be a culture change there. That's all I'm going to say because I can see it happening more and more in the products they're releasing, and it's not even. It's like there's certain things you could do where yes you can include modern day politics and yes you can include modern day this and that, but there's a way to do it where you don't come off as a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. And they choose moron. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. It would have been so much better if, if Star Wars was under Lucas, but if it was under Lucas, it the practical effects wouldn't exist. It'd be all CGI because that's what he's all about. I have a question real quick. I, uh, just pertaining, listen, it's been in my head since the Disney movie discussion. Um, is Are the Disney movies the ones that are based on, like, the fucking horrific fables that were... Yes. Brother yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, but, like, but just said, do you guys think that there's any way that Disney is would, like, turn back towards that at any point? No. They came close to turning back to that with the fucking... Snow White and the Hunter. The Huntsman? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, well, that's what I'm wondering that. because they have they well, have released a few movies, you know, like well, that, that, that are kind of triggering that original thing. We actually talked about this last night. It was last night. It was the night before last. We were, talking, before last. we were talking about Snow White and how it's not a Disney movie or it's not a Disney story. It's actually a Brothers Grimm story. As is Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking with Brothers Grimm. Thank you. Because like, yeah, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Both of those stories are... and the, what, what did you call it? They're public domain. A lot of them are part of the public domain because they 
had the rights but for over can, 100 years. You can, you can interpret your own ad- adaptation. What's the original ad- adaptation? I mean, the Brothers, Grimm, the Brothers Grimm is the original adaptation. But when you're Disney was all about kids and has always been about kids. I could probably say not so much anymore because of the stuff that they put out. I'm not against it. But like the Disney cartoon is why what Disney is known for. When I was growing up. Yep. I mean, very seldom. Yes, they did their their movies, their live action movies, but they weren't based on fucking Mickey Mouse. They were based on actual people. Half of them were like, like, like Flubber. And uh, this is why I don't like Disney owning Star Trek or owning Marvel. Mary Poppins. Um. What's another fucking movie? Those movies, those older Disney movies, the live action ones are really good. I enjoy it. But the cartoons is what people, what Disney is all about, and they've kind of gone away from that. And now it's all about Marvel and Star Wars because they're like, fuck the kids. We, we want the adults' money. I think they're like, the way I look at it and the way I think about it is. Who pay? Who who gives that kid that money to go buy? But also, like the, the thing is, the demographic is so big that the movies aren't really for anybody. They're exactly. just yeah, you yeah, they're for everybody. But being for everybody, they also can't really tell a story it of any worth. Placing their feet to try and fit within the glass slipper. Yeah, it's like, well, we can't upset the kids in our adult Star Wars movie. You can't show you can't show Star Lord finger banging Gamora in the back of the fucking. But this is also why, like, every emotional moment is undercut by comedy. Yeah, and it's juvenile comedy ninety nine percent of the time, like very dumb comedy. It's like fart jokes. Yes, for everyone. It it, 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 that's the problem with Disney. And it, it, this I is would... like this, like this is where, in all honesty, like when this is why Disney sucks at writing shows. Yeah, because shows require character development, and they're just nope, ain't gonna touch that. Characters <laughs> evolving, they're just go. They're either where they need to be in the beginning. Or we're going to shoehorn in their development in one episode. There's no such thing as like a, over the course of seven episodes, this character became this character. No. They started off shitty, lasted for seven episodes, and then at the very last 15 minutes, I'll get it now. Episode over. (laughs) You're talking about She-Hulk, aren't you? No, any of the fucking, uh, like, look at, Look at uh, okay. So you look at um, Falcon and Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier. The whole time it's like, oh, he's he's struggling with his past. Winter Soldier. Literally ten minutes into one episode, he talks to an Asian man, tells him he killed the son, and it's like, I've changed. I'm a new man now. Uh, Falcon is like, I just took the shield because I deserved it. But you're black. Oh my god, I am black. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, trust me. Have you watched? Hold on. Have you watched Falcon and Winter Soldier yet? Yes. That's the. Okay, because I was going like, There was never a doubt. There was a. There was never a doubt that he was like he knew he was black. <laughs> no, but like the way that they—that's the problem with the show. The the, the show was basically it was like very very focused on what was going on at the time and the racial yeah. tension. Tra- yeah, transitioning from the last movie to the show was Wanda levels in terms of like I don't know if I deserve it. Try it on. And he tries it on, and it's like immediately, immediately. Like, I didn't didn't not enjoy it, but uh, he tries on the fucking shield, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, God, racist, intensifies. So then then (laughs) they should have ended, you know, with with, uh, Captain America. With, remember at the end of oh, oh and like, like I said, I reassumed he, he says, died on the bench. Did he die on you the bench? Talk about her? No, I don't think I will. Do you want to give me the shield? No, I really don't want to. Did he die on the bench? No idea. I have. No I have idea. to assume he did. Cause, well, I have to assume he did because he never went back and talked to him for anything. He's like, "Oh my God, I have this dilemma where I don't think I deserve it." And I'm a black man, and they say because I'm a black man, I don't deserve to hold the shield. Maybe I should talk to Captain America who inspired me my entire it's, life. It's left, up, it's left up to the viewer to decide for themselves. Why, though? Yeah, Why they, if any, they don't want because they can't outright say he's dead. They can't outright say he's they can't outright say he's dead because then the comic book fans shit themselves. But wouldn't he, like, visit him as his first point of contact to be like, I'm struggling with this? Like, why are you entrusting me with the shield? Why would you create a series about him and not fucking go back to that moment? That's the problem that I have with this show. They just assume – they kind of like – well, they even say he's gone. Uh, so it's either like he's gone as in we're not going to bother him anymore because he's old and he left me the shield that everybody hates well, or he's sure, gone he turned into no, dust I'm pretty sure he, no I'm pretty sure he, he died because like he made the comment when he was sitting on the bench that now if he died on the bench I don't know but I know that he died because he had made the comment saying that he lived a good life because he had gone back and he had lived Is his life already with the love of his life what is the fucking Matrix? No. Well, might as well be. It's Marvel. How did he? How did he know he was going to die very soon? It's like, geez, at least give us something. I mean, like, yeah, like, like, like we said in the review. Very little continuity with with these previous Marvel movies. Like, like we said in the review for it, it, it handles race. At times, really good race issues, really good, and at times terribly. And it's just like shoehorns mm-hmm. in at the end. You need to do better, everybody. Hey, question: I have a huge fucking thing, and I know that Connor and I have talked about it. Fucking, I think Heather and I have even talked about it. But there was a huge fucking scene that was cut from Infinity. It was not Infinity War. Of uh, uh, fucking Endgame. Why? Why? What scene? Why was that were fucking cut? Were they all were, Tony Stark is dying and they're they all kneel at to him? That added so much no, to the story. So much more. I can answer that. There's so Iron much Man. more fucking I don't want like that. emotion. Iron Man was a fucking douchebag. 
Right, I understand that, but like it was just it added emotion to. Don't like it, but like Iron. Okay, time out. Iron Man started out as a douchebag, but you saw the evolution of Tony Stark throughout the fucking movies. Like he he by the time Endgame came around, he had a family. He he was still sort of douchey, but not too much douchey. But regardless of which, it was it was a sign of respect, and they cut that from the fucking movie. I would cut it too. It's too much. Uh-uh. For, for me, it's, it added so much more emotional impact to that scene. No. I do not Everybody kneeling? Do you want to know what ruined Endgame for me? They kneeled because, like, they were they were devastated that he was fucking dying, which is, it, it wasn't even necessarily like they were kneeling. It, they literally fell to one knee, is it, it, what it, happened. It, it like, takes, they all were falling to one knee. It takes it the, like it, they took, they took no. the breath away from him. It takes the realism of the scene out of it for me. I mean, does it really? Because I know if someone Why are they falling to one knee when they're done fighting? All I know that if some, I know that if somebody that I cared about greatly was dying in front of my face, I would probably fall to one knee too because you know your legs are kind of weak at that moment because you're emotional. Are you calling Kaepernick? It was perfectly fine. Yes. <laughs> I I feel like the idea of him just like dying in in like a more hum, human regular sense was like better mm-hmm. than this opera of people kneeling it just doesn't and, work well, here's for me. the thing here's the thing even the cast were care. upset that they caught that scene from the show <laughs> just here just would you shut up and hear me out <laughs> but the cast was upset that they cut that scene from from the show because the cast was actually the ones that wanted that scene in the show to show how much respect that they had for right. tony Stark. But I, they were I, so they, like, like they were so upset. Tony Stark won a MTV Movie Award or whatever for for that that role, right? His role in Endgame, and when he was getting the award, the entire he called the entire cast up on the stage, and every single one of them kneeled to him because that scene got fucking cut from the movie. He got his moment. He got his moment. So there you go. It's okay. I, I actually, but anyway, I, I don't like it. Like uh, theatrically, I don't like the idea of it. I really don't. If you see the actual piece, then you might because it's it's, it's just, a it's a really emotional. It undercuts clip. the emotional weight by giving like too I don't much. Think so at all. Too, I don't. Think but so it's at not all. real. Like everybody there knows he's dead. Simultaneously, yeah, he's like. He's like he's like one of their best friends. So obviously, but how do they know he's dead? Gina, Gina, put it to you like this: You remember the big fight scene, right? Not everybody's standing yeah. right on top of Iron Man, so they aren't all gonna kneel at the same time. But when Iron Man was dying, they were all standing by him. Who was standing, who was standing the right there when he Literally died? Literally every single one of them, because this was, when he actually died, it was after the fight was it over. Was, it was Spider-Man, Pepper. Oh, my fucking. Just watch, watch the clip. We're standing. No, they were all standing there. They made they they, like they didn't. They made it look like they weren't all standing there because they cut this fucking clip out. But in the clip, they were all standing there. I also feel like what they did and giving the people close to him uh, that should be close to him, giving them time with him is better than just like a blanket thoughts and prayers. Some of these people fucking have nothing to do with this guy. It wasn't that aspect. It was the fact that, like, the, their the, leader. 
Yeah, yeah, but, it was dead. but you cut to the funeral where you get that Iron anyway. Man was the first fucking, but Iron Man was the, right, which I mean, the funeral does add like that does maybe that's why it got cut originally because it, like the emotion I, is in his funeral and they're all there. But the idea of it know. for me is over the top. I agreed. But I like I, mean, I like I, think I, I have to I I'd have to okay. I'd have to see it. But like no, it's just. But you have to see when when it's, you when it's, you it's sometimes like the most be, the best scenes are the most intimate scenes that involve only a couple people, not everybody. I think him dying was emotional enough. He didn't need to add to it. Agree to disagree. And I also feel like the fact that they didn't give him like a verbal send off, like he wasn't able to say anything, um, would go against the whole fucking everybody kneels type deal. Yeah. How do you fucking figure? Like, he's dead. He's He literally died, and then everybody was in so much shock but would you rather that he see, died like, that they fell to a knee. Would you <laughs> rather see, like, the people close to him fall apart? Or, or and see, like, Everybody outside of the event being like knees down. Like it's just it's too it much. It's too much, man. If you think about it, at one point in time or another, all of them were close to Tony Stark at some point because they were all the fucking Avengers. They were a team. Some of them well, might I, not. I, I'd argue yeah. that some of them might not have even met him. <laughs> they were there. The Wasp Yeah, no, no, I don't think of Valkyrie. Never Valkyrie never met, met him. Well, wait, wait, and Heather. It, Heather, you've seen the clip. I don't think Wasp was one of the ones that was kneeling. Like, I don't think that she was in the scene at all. It was the ones that, that they showed that were kneeling were the the main Avengers, you know, like, like, um, fucking. I mean, they showed Hawkeye, them, they showed them, the thing is, they, they showed them teary eyed. The kneeling thing is like an extra added, what is he, a fucking saint upon saints? Like, it's too much, man. And no, but it's a respect. Not to mention, do you really think Star Lord would kneel to him after only having just met him? I wouldn't. Doctor Strange doesn't kneel to anybody. Agree I'm, to I'm disagree. Gonna, I'm going to watch this scene right sticking, now. I am literally sticking to my guns on this one. I do not know why they fucking cut it. I love this scene. It was um, already a two and a half hour movie. Do you need to add more? And then well, they get the I mean, funeral you know, after that. Like, I'm, wa- I mean, I'm, I'm watching it right now. Whatever the hell you want, I still like the scene. That doesn't change the fact that I wish that they would have had it in the movie. I disagree. Where the fuck is Connor? I'm, wa- Connor I'm, wa- I'm watching went it right to bed. Now. I bet you Connor would agree. I don't actually, even know where Connor, these guys actually, are. Actually, Connor agrees with me because I, I messaged him and like, why the fuck did they cut this from the movie? And he's like, yeah, I have no fucking idea. It adds so much emotional value no, to it. No, I don't. I'm watching it. And I don't like it. Enough. It has fucking multiple people that had no interaction with him in it already. Yeah. And they're like, okay, follow and suit. Oh my God, but you guys are missing the point. Like Tony Stark, he was the first Avenger. Well, I mean, technically Captain America was, but you know what I mean. Why would literally Star Lord kneel for somebody that he barely I, fucking knows? Because he was the. Oh my God! You know what? Whatever. Just you. No, guys no. I, 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 I get the. I get the. I get the idea behind him, like saving the world and everything. But like. Uh, yeah. Oh, in this scene, they're all what? In this scene, they're they're all around him, which is not the way the movie played out. But that's okay. 
Because he died pretty much right away. He didn't live right. for fucking one trillion hours for them all to gather strategically. Right, which is probably one of the big reasons why it was cut. But I personally like the scene, so I, I don't. Okay. I don't like it. I can say that. Uh, okay, you 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 cannot like it. I do. I I, I don't, don't know why like, this. Is so so the <laughs> one scene that really needed, and I talked about this with Black Widow. They made the movie Black Widow, and the movie. I said that they should have had the Black Widow. You know what I'm talking about. They should have done. They the should have done the movie, but not shown the fucking. Not shown the scene with the sister, and they should have done yes. it long before Endgame or Infinity War. Yes. No, why didn't they kneel for Black uh, Widow? Yes, I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Agree, hundred percent for Black Widow. That movie it should have come out it before. Made Black Widow, it would have made Black Widow a much more likable uh, character to lose. Yes. Yeah, because like honestly, when she died, I was like, eh. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. Care. Hawkeye didn't it, kneel for her. She wasn't relatable. I mean, I felt for Hawkeye because you know, obviously, he was devastated. It was his best friend, but uh, he, he I felt more for Hawkeye. He, I felt he just more was for teleporting in that the moment water. than I did for Black Widow. But it might have changed. That might have been a lot different if I had seen her actual backstory yeah, beforehand. Yeah, the, the problem is her actual backstory doesn't even involve Hawkeye. In like they just with her character and and like that like I, I said it during the Endgame thing. Uh, I didn't feel anything when she decided to kill herself because all I was I was told to feel things. I wasn't shown that yep. I should feel things. Right. And with Black Widow, they still didn't tell us why. Right. These are the reasons. I mean, reasons like Black Widow, you got. Movies. But I mean, in Black Widow, you got a little bit of her backstory, but not. Like, they didn't go. I would have preferred the Budapest. I would have preferred the Budapest story with Hawkeye rather than the one with her sister. Yeah, I would have preferred okay, Hawkeye so and her be a TV series. Yeah. Where they okay, talk like, about Budapest yeah, and then do what they want with the future versions because, of like, Black Widow okay. and Hawkeye. Because, like, legitimately, I, I think I even talked about Basement after the after I watched Black Widow, and I was so fucking confused because they kept on like bringing up Budapest, but I was like, "What What's the Bud fuck happened to Budapest?" And nobody like, fucking knows. They won't and tell nobody anybody. Ex nobody explained it, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened to Budapest?" I know it's it's annoying as shit. I. I I don't know. But uh, that's yes, pretty much it. We've talked our ass off about Marvel and D Disney and everything else in between. Uh, we lost Connor to the, the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Didn't really, this happen the last time he fucking ate uh, chocolate too? He ate too the, much. The, the funny part is like <laughs> he's like, I took 10 the other night and I was pretty good. I'm like, okay, double it as a joke. Oh, God. And he no. tripled it instead. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So he took 30 and died. I hope he's doing I, I okay. Love, I, love, I love that when he left, he's like, it's mainly the allergies. <laughs> well, like, the whole okay. time he was saying they're allergies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I knew he was gone as soon as I joined the call, really. 
<laughs> I knew he was gone when he disappeared off the screen. It was just the logo. I'm like, I think Connor's going to bed. If you're this blasted at the beginning, my lord, <laughs> that rocket ship ain't coming back like down to Earth. The beginning is just like me at the beginning of every other show, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, but there's like a level where you can like live in the upper atmosphere. Ah, oh, man, Connor yeah, is just halfway just to Jupiter right now. <laughs> That was me for quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, I mean, we had a, we had things. We only had a couple topics, but some of them were pretty um, important to talk about. Yeah. We talked about the Queen, you know. You missed that, did you? Oh, really? Yeah. Nobody really cares. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, God, God, uh, listen. God rest her, and I guess God save the king. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's as long as she moves shit out of his way. That's just. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does it sound really fucking weird to anybody else to hear people say "God save the king"? No. God it's save. Like our whole, How about you say but, "God"? But save our. Him? But no, but like our whole lives, our whole fucking it's been life. God save the queen. Yeah. It's been yeah, God but, save the queen, and it yeah. sounds so fucking weird to hear people say "God save the king." Now they like they even changed their national anthem to "God save the king." Yeah, they had to. <laughs> they had yeah. the rules. Well, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, Charles might have taken taken that to heart if they kept it as God Save the Queen, but... <laughs> they should have just kept the you know, Queen. I mean, you know, he would have been more popular I mean, if he kept the fucking Queen monarch. I mean, I understand, I understand completely why everybody was so devastated, because it's all that they knew, especially people over in, in, you know, Britain and stuff. It's all that they knew. Most people their entire lives, it's all that they knew. Like, they always had the Queen to, like, look towards in difficult times um, so I understand why they were but I understand why they, they who were the really upset looking towards the queen in difficult times um, actually a lot of just for, not for anything that any big decision making looking towards uh, her for just no, not been stabbed in the abdomen yeah. queen where are you there, there was a lot of people that, that compared her to like a grandmother because oh, they grew stage up stage 3 cancer because queen like any, any, save me anytime you're such an asshole. Anytime that there was like, <laughs> something going on in the world that people were devastated over, like she was like an emotional support for like the public. Was you know? she over in England? Yeah. Shut How up. do you know this? Yeah. How do you guys know this? Uh, because I actually watched the Royals a lot. But uh, how do you actually, know this? Up, you don't know this. This is lies. <laughs> oh, hear me, hear me. Listen to me. If you fucking shut up and listen to me, then I can explain to you how I know this. When I was younger... You looked at the Queen for emotional I, support? Oh, my God. <laughs> 12-hour stream. Here we go. Uh, I, nope, I can't talk. So go ahead. Yeah, I looked forward uh, to her for emotional support. Okay, tell me. <laughs> when I was growing up, I had a thing... Prince William and I also like I really admired Princess Diana so from the moment that pretty much Prince Charles and Princess Diana get married my mom was watching it on TV and I was fucking mesmerized by the whole thing so after that I did follow the royals like a lot especially when Diana died so yes I saw the fucking way that the the British people held the queen they held her up to a really high standard she was literally an emotional support for them Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that regardless of which I'm not even going to argue this shit because like whatever Um, but what I was saying my wallet's empty in it 
Queen, save me! Like I, I don't know. There's people like I mean I guess I guess there there's a certain like subculture of people that are retarded <laughs> that look towards Biden to be like save me Biden. Any president that we have had in this country during a time, massive time of fucking confusion and all of that, we all look to the president to see what he's going to say to try and comfort us. But is that that emotional support? Shut up, everybody. I'm still talking. (laughs) I have never looked to a president for emotional fucking support. Yeah, that's that's my... Most people. Most people are stupid. Heather, I get what you're saying. I I get what you're saying. The emotional support thing I don't get, but... Oh, I get like, like look for leadership. Okay. You are looking at what I'm saying about the queen as like, oh, God, save me. I'm broke. All this no. They look to her in devastating times for emotional support and leadership because she they always looked to the prime minister to for leadership. Oh my fucking God. The prime minister literally had to run everything through the fucking queen. So no, it's the other way around. The other way around. Whatever. They fucking met. I don't fucking care. (laughs) You guys are fucking turning turning what I'm saying into all of the fucking shit that you want to fucking talk about. I'm so emotional. Queen. (laughs) I'm a a dickhead. I'm not going to lie. You are a fucking dickhead. (laughs) I want to punch you so bad through the fucking... What I was trying to say is I understand that the British people are absolutely devastated that the queen died. Um, But with that being said, she was 96 years old. And honestly, I don't think many people expected her to survive very long after Philip because they were with each other for so long. And normally with couples like that, if one goes, then it's not too much longer after the other one goes. That being said, it was a while. Well, I mean, it was like a year or something. Yeah, it was a couple of months, yeah. A couple of months. It was like a year and a half. Yeah, it was It was like a year. Something like that, but, but anyways, um, yeah. Don't, don't be that person. Another Tuesday, in it? <laughs> what am I going to say? In it? I, I, I love when they say, in it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like, I mean, this, uh, she, she lived a long life, and good for her, and... In it, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think emotional support. I'm sorry, I can't get along with the the, the that, words emotional. Yeah, support. but you're not fucking British, so like, and not a lot. Not well, all. I mean, if Justin Trudeau died tomorrow, I wouldn't be like, man, I really looked to him towards for emotional support. Well, I was emotionally hurting. Like, you have had. Well, and not only that, but like you know, your whole existence isn't built around him and his monarchy and like neither is literally, literally literally the only thing the only thing that anybody should look for it's in a fucking fucking president or prime minister is when that tragedy happens in their country and they say that's what I'm fucking talking about that's exactly that. where I was going to go because but, it ju- it's now 9-11 but anyway, 
Yes. What I'm saying is, is you don't look for fucking, you don't look at the Queen Elizabeth, I need your emotional support because you guys are, that's not what I fucking said at all. You're twisting my fucking words. It's not what we said. People don't look for emotional support from a world leader because they don't give two fucking... Heather, Heather, you and I are right on the fucking same page. Like, we are saying what we are saying. These guys are taking our words and fucking twisting it. So what is, what is, what do you mean by emotional support? Yes. When 9-11 happened, Okay. Go ahead. When 9-11 happened, what did we all do? Nothing. We all stopped and just watched, watched the news for okay. more information and to see what the president was going to do. Okay. okay. That's, the only that's just leadership, leadership, though. His leadership. That's what the fucking Queen of England is. That's support. That's leadership. That's support. In a way, it is because the more information, the more information we have on a situation... And knowing that the people that are supposed to be in charge have a plan of action in place is comfort. But that's not so that's, that's, that's you're telling me that there was not emotion. There was not emotion involved in fucking nine eleven, whether it be oh from President no, Bush or from the Queen of England. Oh my god! No, I mean, first not- of all, you can't compare nine eleven to the Queen at ninety six dying of old age. That's not what I'm saying. I said the queen was there for her people for a leadership and emotional support during difficult times in history. See, that's but, where you fucking – it's like you listened to half of what but, I was but fucking like, saying. What, what, what points in out. history did she offer emotional support? Oh, my God. How about fucking wars, attacks attacks in Britain, fucking attacks in, in Paris that were related to Britain, 9-11 attacks that were also related to Britain because there was, a te- there was threats over there, too. Anytime that there was a major fucking threat, the queen was like a figure, a lead figure over there for them. She may not have been in charge, but she was still the person that people looked to. The, the thing is, then, like, emotional support... Is everybody that sang that terrible fucking song on Twitter? Imagine people, and all, like we joined COVID. no, that's what they did on Twitter. You had a bunch of celebrities get together in black and white and shoot themselves oh, singing I, this yes, shit. But they made it in yeah, a commercial. So, that, so that's emotional support. Yes, but that's not the same. Oh my god, I hate you. It is the same thing. It's not the fucking same thing. You're twisting my words. <laughs> I, and god, I am so the, it's dumb. it's people with influence. It's and then you guys fucking influence. listen to no, half it, of what I'm fucking saying, and then you twist the fucking words. Even though Heather is the exact same goddamn people with influence. It's people with influence trying to help during difficult times. By comforting their people, which is part of emotional support. Imagine all the people. Literally literally what you just said is the fucking definition of emotional fucking support. Yeah, and it's also what they did on Twitter. The only thing that I look for my world leaders to do is what action are you going to fucking take? What are you going to fucking do? I don't care. Don't. It's going to be okay. You have a shoulder to cry on. That's fucking emotional support. Hey, I don't you think a leader is going to be like, hey, it, Jeremy Baker, you come over to my house and I'll, you can lean on my shoulder if you it, want to it, cry. It's, not, it's very non-personable emotional support. They're taking it so literal. It's, oh my God. Well, I mean, emotional if you're going to take emotional support as any, any site of leadership, then yes, everything is emotional support. Anytime anybody acts like a leader, they're emotionally supporting you because they're comforting you by telling you what you should do. 
All I'm saying. He said it. So, Angry. like, he, he... Congratulations. 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 Do you want a cookie? Yes. <laughs> Not unless you're giving <laughs> yeah. it to me to support me emotionally. I'm going to give it to you. Poison it is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it to you with the foot up your ass. I'm sorry, Jesus. I had to. I'm sorry. You should do it. Turning into the fucking space in orbit. Uh, <laughs> space in orbit. Space orbit. Oh, orbit. You cannot. Hey, we, we don't want to go back no, down that path. Cannot. I was right. Okay, <laughs> I was right <laughs> with that garbage Wait, theory. No. No, you're I not. am. Oh Everybody knows. Oh Everybody God, knows. Everybody knows, right? You're not. You can't fucking send hazardous waste materials into space and just let them drink. Oh, my God. Why? Why can't you do it? You can't. Because where's it going to go? Who cares? <laughs> not here. <laughs> I hate you so much. You do, do you realize that shit eventually comes back in orbit? No, it doesn't. I, God damn it. You don't understand how big space is. You don't understand how big space is. <laughs> and this is why Connor went to bed. Uh, okay. I can't do so this. The, 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 the space conversation. Back, no, I, I can't. No. I can't. I can't do it. I thought the oh, best part of mine was when I burped and everybody lost the shit. <laughs> nope. You did have an aggressive uh, burp. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was before Gina got on the on the call because apparently I, I burped and I didn't. I can't hit the like mute a, button. And it's like what the hell was that? It's like a weird <laughs> dog throw up growl. <laughs> <laughs> It was it wasn't good, but yeah, okay. That is where we need to end this because we've gone on for far too long. After uh, I almost fucking killed the men on this call, except for okay. I Wait. see how the whole thing. I was raised out for poor women. I knew how to shut my mouth. Oh, like, good lord, yeah. I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> no, really? I hate you okay. so much. Uh, like you literally took everything I was saying and fucking twisted it and left out like nine. Or it's just how I interpreted it. And then you had the fucking nerve to literally go back and backtrack on words that literally described everything that I fucking said. Yeah, if you Let listen it to go. it again, you'll see that there's reasons. I hate you. I am a mansplainer. A mansplainer? Yes, I am a man's wiener that has grown <laughs> sentience and can speak. I am a dickhead. Yes, you are. <laughs> God. <laughs> but yes, yes, I do me more than <laughs> you think. Jurgen says, yes, you do, base. <laughs> <laughs> Are we finally off to the fucking space travel? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. We left the space travel. I can't never, go back we, down that path. It was the right idea, no. god damn it. <laughs> it was not the right idea at all. We'll uh, your your alternative was just to, to die in trash. But okay. <laughs> because it's... It's the only practical idea. Like, there's no practical no, idea. No, my idea was so fucking my idea incredible. Was, my idea was there's no solution right now. We're not, listen, we're not doing this right now. Not yeah, right but it, now. yeah. Wait. That was the solution. All right. Everybody have a good night. Good night. <laughs> my throat's exploding. Everybody have a good night. Jurgen, Federico, oh. Alpha, uh, anybody that's still here listening to this, and uh, JP, Heather, Gina, and Trek.
Uh, we're out of here. Connor is hopefully alive, but only time to. Connor's been sent into outer space right now. Yeah, he's been sent into outer space. 